Coming to you from Date Cola Promotion Studios 1 in Wichita, Kansas. It's the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Starring El Señor Adam Tate and El Gran Tommy Martinez. Featuring behind the control board, the mighty Godzilla. This podcast is recorded live to tape and produced by Dante Cola Promotions. And now, you wanted the best? Well, don't tell them. It'll go to their heads and make things worse. It's the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Wow, somebody's been to working here, boy. <laughs> welcome <laughs> and welcome to the Timing Out of Hard to Name Podcast Season 3, Episode Number 15. Yeah, that voice you heard is that of El Gran Tommy Martinez. And that voice you just heard is that of my rock and roll brother and the humblest guy on planet Earth, Mr. Or should I say El yes. Señor. Adam Tate. Hi, Tommy. Glad to be back with this new production. And ready to deliver yet another great episode of this podcast available on Spotify, Apple Podcast app, RSS Podcast, CastBox, and all of your other favorite DSPs. Adam. Yes. And we are also on Podcast Attic, baby. Podcast Attic? Yes, and Blubbery, and guess what? Blubbery? On Stitcher.com, Adam. <laughs> I'm offended. <laughs> they called us Blubbery? That's what it's called. It's called B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y. Blubbery. Blubbery, yeah. Oh. Behind the control board, as you heard it in our brand new intro, Adam, <laughs> is none other than Mi- Mr. Anxious. <laughs> What's wrong with you, Gostino? <laughs> Jeez. I, I know it's been, what is it, three weeks has it been, Adam? It's been a bit. It's been a little you while. You know, it's no big deal. I mean, you know, it's... Yes, last time was a storm. Mm-hmm. The day mm-hmm. after, mm-hmm. yada, yada, yada. Sure, we were not going to use that as an excuse not to come back, Godzilla. Just hang on there, buddy, okay? <laughs> Did you okay. task Godzilla with uh, doing that new production, that new un- intro? Oh. Did he mix everything together? No, Adam. You know what? Oh. That's 100% me, baby. Oh, wow. <laughs> you took it out of Godzilla's hands? <laughs> yes. That, <laughs> it this, was, is too, this is too hot for you to handle, was, Godzilla. It was musical, Adam. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Gosilo, we know you like making music, but this is not the kind of music that you like. <laughs> yeah, that's different, different stuff. Yeah, he's into. dude, that's a uh, that's an original. That the Coa Promotions original, baby, from start to finish. Yeah. So this would be the second track that you, the original track of, of Baseline that has been created by you, right? As you say, the bass is prominent, right? Right, right, right. That's what I mean. That's your being your critique. That's a critique? Yes, yes. It's been your critique of my production skills, my musical. <laughs> no. produ- for some reason, you stick my ego there in the front. No, what do you mean? No, okay. but this time it had guitar. That was me, Adam. That was me shredding on oh, the was? Did you notice it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I did notice it, yes. <laughs> I 
that was tracking Adam. That's called tracking, baby. Is that why you said that the studio was a mess? Because yes, you're, you're producing all that, this new material? That's why we couldn't get this together this morning. It was all cables and still <laughs> trying to figure out where we're plugged in and what. You must have fried the amps oh, in here. Good. I had Ali here too, man. So yeah, I was, you know. Oh, was she on she an had, instrument as no, well? No, <laughs> she wasn't here interrupting. She wanted to hear her <laughs> voice. She's like me. She likes to hear herself speak oh, now good. Good, on, good. This, uh, on this recorder. Yeah, dude, that was me. It was I was tracking. You know, I've been working on my song. Yeah, and, and, and you're keeping the uh, show fresh as well yeah. by by changing things so, up. Have you made any progress in the song? No, no. Actually, last, uh, not was today. Today is the 21st, right? Yes. It was last Saturday. So mm-hmm. I was watching TV and whatnot. I was coming up with this line in my head. I was trying to figure out some lyrics. I said, you know what? Tomorrow, what I'm going to do, I'm just going to screw around and set up everything upstairs in Datekoa Promotion Studios 1. And I had uh, speakers Mm-hmm. Had amps mic'd up. I had all kinds of shit all over the place. And then I tracked the drums. As a matter of fact, Adam, I'll tell you what. It has a three-way inspiration, Adam, this whole deal. Okay. The number one inspiration, Adam, mm-hmm. was my song. I was trying to figure that out. Right. The number two inspiration, Adam, yes. was you and the incredible job you did the last episode for uh, the sound of the week. Oh, the multiple sounds <laughs> yes, of the Yes, Adam. Week. Yes. The first one actually was the, the double bass. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, I laid my bass line to the double bass one. <laughs> I will not torture our listeners oh, with that. No, this, I is, this is sounds exciting. I will not do that. And then I figured there's I a reveal later on in the show, right? <laughs> so I did that, and the uh, the third inspiration, Adam, was I said, you know what? If if I have a guitar, I should be able to pluck two or three things out of it. So that's mm. what I did. And a continuation of the third inspiration was the. Uh, cover band that we got to see mm, yes. a couple of weeks ago Adam yes since we were we've uh, yes. been on the show we've we actually went and saw some live music performed yeah where did we go for that Tommy we went to Bremen Oklahoma Adam we did we, we did and it was pretty cool if you ask me <laughs> Gosilo said if we saw any fossils of any of his ancestors <laughs> Ancestors, ancestors. There's his ancestors. No, I mean, we, there were many fossils. Yes, there, there was a lot of fossils <laughs> but, there. Adam, yeah. No, we missed uh, anyone in your uh, in your family tree. There, <laughs> <laughs> he, he said, "What's no. <laughs> But yes, we went to the grand opening. Was it of the Rock and Blues yeah, uh, Casino? We did. Yeah. Like I said, I, I don't know if you saw me or not, but I was checking out how the band. Mm-hmm. You know, we're interchanging, and then obviously we commented on that yeah. afterwards. And I said, you know, that rhythm guitar was really strong. It was. Of yeah. course, we were right in front of his monitor on the stage. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think, if, maybe if we were a little bit back, because we were right, we were touching the stage. We were right there at the edge of the stage, and the monitors were like right in our faces. Adam, if you're rolling with the Gran Tommy Martinez, where's the Gran Tommy Martinez at these shows? Oh, front row. <laughs> <laughs> front row constantly. <laughs> so you know we were going to be up care. In, all up in there, mug. <laughs> you don't care who you have to elbow I'm out of the way. The, get out the way. <laughs> let, me, let me roll your wheelchair yes, out of yes, the way yes. here. Excuse me. Yes. <laughs> the last time they got kicked out of the way, they learned their lesson this time. <laughs> oh, there's that crazy guy. Anyway. But we did see an ACDC cover band yes, called uh, uh, Back in Black, I believe was, was their it, name. Or was it Rock to Black? I, I, think it was back, I think it was Back in Black. I think that was the name of the that band. That was their name? Okay. I think so. That's pretty cool. They advertised that they have a uh, documentary coming yes, out on their cool. cover yes. band life. And, mm-hmm. and uh, one of the streaming service, he didn't say which one. Didn't say. He said, my silly cover band? My silly cover band, my cover band life or something like that. Yeah. I'm going to check that out. I think it's going to be very cool. I enjoyed their playing. They were, they were very worthy as, as ACDC cover band. And you say that. You know how I know they're worthy, Adam? How are they worthy? Because my neck was hurting for a couple of days after that. <laughs> <laughs> 
I said, oh, I'm out of rock and roll shape. I did have a rock and roll hangover the next day, though. I did have one. You of those. did? I did. I did, did you have a little bit of ear ringing as well? I did. I did. I was a little, you know, <laughs> a little hoarse. <laughs> but it, yeah, my neck, I need to get back in rock and roll shape. Yeah, it was, I thought it was really good, but I was watching them. I was watching the whole band and how they were doing their thing. So I, Sunday, I said, you know, I'm going to lay down. I'm going to lay down the bass. I will tell you this much right now. The grand shredder, Mr. Aaron Epp, mm-hmm. I let him preview this on Tuesday, and he actually liked it. All of your the advancements whole thing, yeah, that you made? Thing, yeah, the whole thing. Okay. And, you know, as always, he's very kind. He's, oh, this is awesome. But you know what's even more awesome? What's that? He pulled out my guitar, right? Mm-hmm. Got it distorted beautifully and played a cool solo part of it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Shane, mine to hell. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you expect? <laughs> I mean, come I said, on. Damn it, I should have had something on, turned he, on, you know, recorder or something. He's the maestro in this equation. Yes, absolutely, man. But yeah, I, I laid all the tracks. I found the drums. Mm-hmm. I uh, laid down my own bass line, I, and I screwed up because I forgot to write it down. You were just feeling it. I was it was just flowing it. Yes, through It was you. going, it was going. And then I went downstairs. Like I said, I got my guitar. I plugged that sucker in and did a straight rhythm to it. Mm-hmm. Three chords. Three chords, four chords. It just all depends how it's going for that whole minute and some change. And then, Adam, mm-hmm. I did the solo. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me you're going to play right now. Tell me you're going to play the solo right now. <laughs> what? You got to listen to you the can't, intro. You can't tease something like this. <laughs> It's horrible. I mixed it in there. I mixed it in there to an extent where you can almost hear it, but can, not really. Can we bring it down in the mix a little bit more? A little bit more? Bring it down just a little bit more? <laughs> Adam, we may not be using that intro again. <laughs> but in all, I did a four-piece track on it. It was really cool. So, I mean, did it suck? Absolutely. First but experience doing all of that yes, type of production? all in one together, yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. You know, I figured that if we didn't pod this week, at least I had that down. And How much time did you invest in it over the weekend? <laughs> About five, six hours. <laughs> For a whole minute and, and you, some change and of work. A, a minute 26 out of it? Yeah. <laughs> you know when they tell those stories that they say, oh, yeah, this was tracked in 20 minutes. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not worthy. Yeah, put pen to paper and wrote every what? lyric. Yeah. Gotcha. I said, that's pretty damn fast. <laughs> no, written by one person, you know, like, oh my God, sure. that's crazy. <laughs> Gotta have a lot of skills for that. The, the thing was, that since I didn't know really in what key I was playing it, but I wanted a power chord, right? So it sounded a little bit cooler. Okay. So yeah, I finally found the power chord and, and then I kind of worked it from there. So. Okay. <laughs> Didn't remember that. <laughs> At least for Aaron, the first, uh, I was able to play four chords for him. I said, okay, this is what this is more or less the basics. And that's when he said, okay, give me that. Yes. Give me that guitar. Uh, thank you. All right. <laughs> no, you know what? You really, don't need to hold this anymore. You know what really sucked? But that. Is that he actually used the stupid amp that I had that has the uh, chord. It's all jacked up. Mm-hmm. So you know where you plug it in? And he yeah. still made it sound beautifully. Uh. <laughs> It sounded so metal. (laughs) I wanted to cry. It's like you gave your watercolors to a real artist and he actually (laughs) made like a beautiful painting. Artist subjective. (laughs) I'm still an artist, baby. (laughs) That's where I got my idea from. Good. So I, I, you know, I said, what the hell? Let's go ahead and I'll I'll surprise Adam. I saw you cracking up over there. I'm glad I was able to contribute to your inspiration slightly. (laughs) No. At the previous episode. I was going to WhatsApp you and say, hey, Adam, record this for me. (laughs) (laughs) But then I let it go. I said, you know what? Because after, you know, once I laid that down. I need a special bass 
the drum thump. <laughs> <laughs> what have you got for me? No, no, it would have been a, it would have been some some me spoken. Is what it would. Have oh, been. oh, 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 oh. You know, but yeah, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But yeah, that's what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but dude, we got a rock and roll re- refill, which is super important. You know what I'm saying? I thought it was. I'm mean, sure. We, it was actually uh, it was a year, Adam, that we didn't uh, rock and roll together, dude. That's probably true. Yeah, what do you mean? Probably. Is yeah, that, is was, that how long it has been since uh, what Steel Panther? Ah, uh, still since Steel Panther. Wow, they got some cool shows coming in to town. They had. Did you see the Beatles versus the Stones at the Orpheum? No. <laughs> what, what, is, what is this? It's probably cover bands. Yeah, it's got to be. Temple Live has some cool things. The Wave has some cool things coming. And now All is right. it our is it our cup of tea? No, we need to start looking up. So these we things. need to go ahead. Yeah, a ZZ Top for sure. Ooh, when's that happening? I that need next to month? figure that one out because you know I'll be going on vacation, Adam. You're going to PR? I'm going to no, I'm going to go to PR like I always do and yeah. we're going to go to the Grand Canyon. Holy crap. As well. That's Same a, month. That's a big damn hole. So <laughs> yes. <laughs> now you don't got to go. I'm going to tell you it's just a big damn hole. <laughs> you been out there? I'm, no, but <laughs> that's what it is. Well, you know what I mean, you can you can just, just say a hole that, that goes a mile down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, I I believe you, Gosilo says he's been in a few holes himself, Adam. <laughs> oh, that's what he says. Gosilo, clean it up, <laughs> clean it up, please. <laughs> well, the Grand Canyon, salty today. The Grand Canyon is a hole, Adam. You know he's right. I believe. Well, yeah. I, I mean, be- I believe. I contributed Gosilo. that, and then he did all this dirty stuff. <laughs> yeah. Why do you mean dirty? I mean, come uh, on, he's Gosilo, talking about all these holes. Nah. Adam, he's trying to divert the conversation. You know what he just said? What? Did you see the ode to the Milfi video that he pulled off the other day? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Did you know that? I saw, I saw another video by his friend, the clan. <laughs> Two. Stay focused, Adam. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. I saw that video for the clan, too. <laughs> <laughs> it was very warm wherever they but were. But the whole thing was this, you know, it yeah. was pretty awesome because I didn't know. That's what I'm trying to tell Adam. Did you know there was a national? Oh, stop. Stop already. Mm. Did you know there was a National Milfi Day, Adam? Only because of that video. When Isn't it, when that? It came out I didn't in know correspondence that. with National Milfi Day. And he hit him right all on the spot, too. <laughs> Cosino like, yeah. was all over that sucker. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. Did you see his new teleportation thing at the, at the end, where he teleports like uh, it was like a Doctor Strange type? Thing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got all these tricks on the trade. I don't think Cosino said it's an original. I don't think so. <laughs> Got his, all these beady He's, eyes. He gets inspiration from some, some places too. <laughs> oh, of course, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> well, thank you, Gosita. We appreciate you letting us know that whenever Milfi Day was, we're like, we're looking forward to next year's. Yeah, hopefully it'll land on a show date next year. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't want to see what he brings in here, Adam. I wonder if he would even show for that episode because he probably hit, he'll be, he's probably he'll be, busy all day. He'll be gone. <laughs> He's filming at him. <laughs> Adam, I say we start this sucker off. All man. right, let's go. <coughs> there are challenges to invading France, for their numbers are very much greater. But the biggest threat is in Paris, where you'll encounter the beady-eyed waiter. It's it's waiters. waiters, Paris waiters. Hmm. Adam, yeah. Good morning, my friend. Good morning, Tommy. Oh, Saturday morning, May the 21st of 2022. And today, guess what it is, Adam? It's National Waitstaff Day. Waitstaff Day. Yeah. Okay. 
You don't seem too excited. You know, like oh, no, I'm. You never seem excited with these daggone I'm, national I'm, days. I'm fine with. Them. I mean, I this. Mean, one, I think this one's worthy of a national day. Are you really enthused about your wait staff when you go to a restaurant? Are you really excited to see the wait staff? Are you really? Do you really engage the waiter or waitress Adam, as they come to your table? Adam, you know I talk to the walls, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? That means I talk to everybody. Of course, I engage them. Okay, I ask all kinds of questions. Mm -hmm. You know, and then the great majority they're nice. The great majority of nice girls. The majority of them, when the dudes are too. You know, when they're sure the waiters are dudes as well. Well, they're they're compensated to be nice, so it's in their best interest to be but, nice. But I think at this age, I mean, even when you're younger, you could tell when somebody's trying to be fake nice. Mm. I don't know. I think the the ones that are really legitimately nice i think you could tell though i mean that's part of their deal yeah that's part of their uh, mode of operandum so i think recently i had my almost my favorite wait staff interaction i went to the jack's restaurant do you know where that is on no. that web and what is it 21st i think it is web and 21st yeah it uh, used to be a steakhouse now it's the jack's restaurant or something like jax is it right next to the uh what is that there's that seafood boil place you know and it's across the street from there Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. That's where the uh, that gas station is there too, and yeah, the, and the Walgreens. Yeah. There. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Classy joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I went in there, and then the young waitress, she was the probably seventeen, eighteen, or something oh, like this. Oh, she's a baby. I was having like my witty repartee. Oh, okay. And uh, did you plug the show by any chance? Oh, I didn't get there yet. <laughs> but uh, I was going between like three offerings. And I was asking for her judgment and what would be the ah, best of the like offerings. Her, her recommendation. And then she said, oh, well, well, it depends what type of mood you're in. And I said, actually, I'm very angry and bitter. <laughs> and then she says, well, you should probably get the ribeye because it's salty, kind of like your attitude right now. <laughs> I love that. That's, and that that's, was, that that's was a our, perfect interaction. That's our first 10% right there. It, it, it can only grow from there, Adam. <laughs> that was a perfect interaction. I loved it. She was giving it back to me. It was fantastic. Ooh, man, on, on May the 21st, Adam, National mm -hmm. Waitstaff Day recognizes the dedicated, often talented waitstaff of establishments that serve the general public, i.e. you and I. Mm -hmm. We are encouraged to show our appreciation Okay. On this day to them. I, I think I show my appreciation to them the great majority of times. I'm one that does not complain. Now, the big boss, the big boss has gone yeah. into the kitchen. Whoa. Oh, that, yeah. That should be off limits, shouldn't it? Oh, dude. What would have caused if Monica that and, if intrusion? Monica, if Monica and Jay yeah. were here, they could, oh. they could tell the story better because they were younger, so they got embarrassed. And, and they wanted to hide under uh, the table? <laughs> That was the show for me right there. Oh, no. I was like, oh no, they're gonna think we want a free, we want free food or something. Now is this like foreign articles in the food or oh, something man. like that? I don't know what I if, I if I remember correctly, it was cold food or something like that. I can't remember the whole thing. Hmm. It just pissed her off, and, and then it wasn't like the first mistake. There was a few had amounted on there, but she went into the kitchen, dude. I'm like you. I do not complain. If I look at my food and I perceive a hair or something, you know, there's mm -hmm. something has fallen into my food. I will try to cause a distraction. Wife, look, look that direction. <laughs> and I will try to extract the item <laughs> before she's able to see it. Because if she sees it, then she will become disgusted <laughs> and she'll have to call somebody over. But uh, if I am able to get it out of there. 
I don't. She's none the wiser. I'm fine. I'll survive. Will she? Will she quietly call him over at him? That's the question. Will she? Excuse me. She'll probably just excuse me. Come here. No, she'll like push her food away. <laughs> We're done. Plates clacking. We're gonna got her. <laughs> Silverware all over the place. Yeah, she'll she'll stand there with the, an authoritative the, look. The joint will be yeah. full, and everybody's gonna like that record scratch, and everybody looks your Bring way. Bring me the manager. so you feel my pain as well absolutely but you do something about it i can't if i get caught i'm i'm doomed if i get caught doing that well yeah you can't get caught that's why you have to do all the distractions the other day i want to say it was thursday i was running around i was getting some stuff done to some vehicles and then uh it was hot as heck yesterday friday was nice it was like in the 70s today's supposed to be cooler anyway long story short is that uh we start talking about the weather we're gonna end up with that storm's gonna come in here again (laughs) let's be quiet hailstones (laughs) so i went to that brahms that's close to your house yeah it was hot i had been outside the great majority of the day you wanted an ice cream yeah well something like that (laughs) (laughs) yes so So I wanted a, you know, I wanted a milkshake, man. Gotcha. Simple Brahms. Do you go strawberry? Chocolate. No, no, chocolate. Chocolate. Almond. Okay. Chocolate almond. I don't Almond? Go, yes. I go from where the, you know, where they Whoa. scoop it out. Yeah. You're I one do. of those customers. And it's simple because they know me already, dude. So they know it's the chocolate. They know you almond. at my Brahms? <laughs> yeah. What? So, yeah. It's where those African ladies work at. I don't know if you've seen them up there. They, you know, they, I think they're from the Sudan or somewhere. They, they're they all covered up there. I think they're Muslim as well. Oh. But they're super. Super cool. Hardly can understand what the hell they're saying. I'm sure they hardly can understand what the hell I'm saying. All right. This isn't a good <laughs> equation. Yeah. So it's like, but they know. There's the And they're very, they're kind and they smile. Everything is cool, right? But on this particular day, I order through the drive-thru. I order and it took a minute to order because it's just, hello, what don't you understand? Chocolate. Almond milkshake with whipped cream. You're that, speaking to the African yeah, people? No, 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 no. I was speaking to a local, a person without a non-African accent. A supposed American. I see. Okay. A, <laughs> a local, Adam. <laughs> a public school educated Probably. individual. Well, let's, let's, yeah, exactly. Okay. When I get to the window, yeah. right, the kid gives me the chocolate milkshake, you know, ch- chocolate almond milkshake with the whipped cream. Wow. And that's it, Adam. No straw, no napkins. How did he want you to, to consume this? And no, no, that's not the part there. You know, it's, oh. it's hot as hell already. You know, I'm already bothered with, with the day. Not with them. Oh, okay. And he closes those little two, two flap window. Because he was getting hot. He, <laughs> he, he wanted to keep the AC inside. Yeah. I got you. I couldn't believe that. So and the transaction was done on his end. I'm leaning out the truck. I, I tapped on the window a few times. Like, Where's hey, straw, bitch. No, because this, this fool, he can see me. I mean, he's uh, like from the distance from, you know, where you and I are. And he finally comes. Yes, sir. Oh. And I said, listen, let me get a straw. Let me get some napkins and let me get a, a spoon. Because I like spooning out the, uh, the, the fluff on top. The almonds on the bottom, oh. you know, because they sink. Oh, it's, you know, do br- they come up to straw? Yeah, yeah, are br- they that small? You know, I know we're not plugging brown because they don't pay no kind of uh, you know sponsorship. Or Not yet. But that's the joint. I love that place. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and he gives me, check this out. He gives me a straw Good. and some napkins Good. and he fails to give me the spoon, Adam. Now, again, Adam, I'm not a complainer. I don't mm. make scenes. I don't do any of that stuff. But I don't know what it was, Adam. Mm. But all of a sudden, I look at this kid and I oh, say no. to him, listen, listen to what I'm going to tell you. Listen, process, and execute. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I was on fire, dude. What kind of gratuity did you get? I, I felt like for a minute I had blanked out after that. I don't know what I said after that. You're too bad somebody wasn't there to record this. This kid is looking at me, you know, and, and then I finally said, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, I better lower it down. You know, get me the African ladies. They know what he's the hell they He's doing. not one of my soldiers. I can't oh, do this. Oh, <laughs> man. How simple is it? Listen, process, and execute, dude. Well, he didn't care. He oh. thought he's, he's not expecting a gratuity for his work, so he doesn't have to try to impress. Technically, he's a wait staff. He waits on me. But does he get a gratuity? I don't know, man. Let me tell you this, man. I don't, I don't do that. That was an exception, mm -hmm. honestly. Normally, I would just listen, kid. Listen to what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Yesterday, I had to go. <laughs> I went to uh, with the wife and the daughter. We went to Firehouse Subs. Oh, nice. You know the place? Yeah, of course. We each get a sub. Right. And it comes to an ungodly amount of money. It does, about 30 bucks, yeah. Yeah. You put your card in the little machine -y thing, mm -hmm. and then it, it has like this thing that pops up with automatic <laughs> gratuity. How much do you want to give? <laughs> like, where am I at? Adam, this is essentially a subway, right? Did, did you give him a zero? I gave him a zero. And the guy <laughs> pulled out my receipt. He looked at the bottom of it, and his tone absolutely changed. Like he was, he was being nice and personable, and then he saw a big fat zero for him, and it was just like, yeah, your receipt. Adam, did you have kick, your order in hand, pal? Did you, did you have your order already? No, oh, it was being made. It was danger. That was danger. Danger zone right there. I know. I had to eyeball that kid. <laughs> he might be getting some. Might be some loogie yeah. in there. <laughs> What's this mayo? It's it's too salty. Are we talking about great? We're talking about the horrible service. We're not talking about waitstaff day. No, no, no. But in, in regular restaurants that do get tips, man, for the most part, they firehouse subs. They, they, no, 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 no. You know, for the most part, you take care of. It. I I do. If they do a good job, what is your standard? Okay, you know I'm an iced tea drinker. Am iced tea I, drinker. That's my uh, my drink of choice. Iced tea with lemon. Okay. Inside oh. of it. So if you. If you get the transaction for your beverage and it comes on a regular, if you need a refill and it comes quickly and, it's, and, and with, they're attentive. And with a lemon inside of it, the refill. This is the first gauge on right, the gratuity. Right there they're at meeting the, the standard. Minimum. Yes, absolutely. Got yes. it. And I will tell them, thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Do you give them the same? <laughs> execute. <laughs> Do you give them the same forceful talk? <laughs> No, you're going to get 17 and a half percent if you mind your P's and Q's <laughs> to the sixth decimal, damn it. Uh, yes. I think 20% is my base. And that's the minimum. You like, like with the, that's with, the minimum, like with the Jack's girl. Yeah. I went over for that one. Yeah. yeah for insulting you. 25%. Oh yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> it was the best. Yeah. You know, when we were at that uh, pizza joint uh, after the- Wichita I, uh, Brewing Company. Yes, yes. yes First that, time ever I was there. That waiter there did a great job. Yep. On the money, bam, 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 bam. Walking in and out. It was like, what, close to five o'clock? It should have been started to get busy. It was pretty full. You know, we did our thing. <laughs> yes, we did. And she got, but 20, yeah, 20% 20 is usually where I go with. Yeah. Or Number, number one is easy to calculate. Yeah. <laughs> number two- it seems that it's fair. Well, you know, they, the, the wait staff has that little machine they put on the table now. 
that once you uh, run your card through, you kind of like well, that's move. Like, that's like at Red Robin or something. Yeah, move the gauge on it, and it tells you what the percentages are. Mm. I like leaving a round tip. I don't like leaving any kind of. Yeah, you don't want them to jingle jangle. On I, yeah, way back I'll to either the car. round it up or round it down because usually I give them more than twenty percent. I give them twenty percent a little bit more. Yeah, you know? that's the way I roll. But that's my thing. Now, if you're a complete useless kind of person that you shouldn't be there, now I do ask them how long they've been waiting. I do ask them that. I say, hey, how long have you been a waiter? Oh. You know, with the people that don't want to work because of COVID, mm-hmm. you know, they probably listened to that one episode of ours where we were giving them advice. <laughs> <laughs> Get that free money. I did that. <laughs> okay, you know, so so what information do you garner from that conversation? I mean, you know how well, long they've know, been a waiter. I kind of help them out a little bit, and then I said, listen. and they'll, they'll, you, they'll, you help them oh, out yeah, a little know, bit? Well, yeah, you know, I'll give them tips, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Not monetary tips. I'll give them work advice, Adam. So if they're not doing a good job, you'll say, maybe you want to look into a different line of work. Maybe you into a vocational school. Says, yeah, look them in the eye. Look them in the eye. <laughs> you are not executing. Woo, <laughs> uh, uh, man. I get hot just thinking about that. <laughs> yeah, but no, I tell them. I said, and then I'll tell them, listen, don't. If they start apologizing or whatever, I tell them, hey, you know, no, nobody's born taught, you know, you got to. Learn the skills. Mm. Like, who's the top waiter here? You know, that's the person you need to be looking at. Mm. You know, and then, you know, are, are you going to school is my next question. Usually I ask them that. Because you got to stay in school so you won't be doing the shitty job the rest of your life, you know? Oh, yeah, okay. I mean, I know a lot of people that are professional waiters. You go to Vegas, there's people that are professional. Oh, sure. Yeah. That's their joint. That's what they do. Well, when you go to these fancy restaurants and the, the bill ends up being like 500 bucks, then your percentage of that is... It's pretty good. Have you ever been to a restaurant that that has, you know, uh, a waiter staff that will benefit from? Have I been to a very, very fancy yeah, place? Yes. No, not really. Oh, wow. I have. Oh, really? Steakhouse? It was a steakhouse in Texas, by the way. Yeah. Oh. It was recommended by my supervisor at the time. Oh, were you like on a TDY type thing? No, no. And you had like... I wish. <laughs> and you were compensated no, for no, your food? No, no, no. I drove with a wild a couple years back. <laughs> Down to uh, Dallas. I think we're celebrating an anniversary or something. Okay. It was a pretty nice joint, man. The guy yeah. had the guy would sweep the crumbs off of the cloth table. That kind of service. One of those aged steaks for uh, that how many I, days that or whatever. I don't know, man. I really don't know. To me, food is food. You know what I'm saying? When you're a soldier. Well, you're paying money. Eh, when you're a soldier, you know the deal. You eat with leaves and sand and dirt and <laughs> out of <laughs> aluminum and tin. And why would you go to a fancy place? I know. To get that? Know. Well, you know, I mean, I got you. You know, but you know, you take the, the you know, you take the, the big boss. <laughs> 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 well, you take the wife, you know. Uh-huh. Okay. So, of course, she was. She was. Were you uh, blown away by the experience of being at the very it was, fancy place? I was. I was. I was. Did you it, feel like like you were out of place? Uh no, I dressed up and all that stuff. There were I mean, extra silverware and oh, things yeah. and things you were not supposed I, to touch at certain <laughs> points. And. I this guy was really cool. We had a male waiter, and uh, I told him, I said, "Here's the deal, man. I don't know what the hell this is all for. I use a fork, a spoon, and a knife. That's it. And I might pick it up with my hand." And the guy's laughing, you know, because we had to get, you know, we had to dress elegantly, properly to go into this joint and all that. You know, I'm rolling up. I'm rolling up on my Camry, and there's Porsches and all kinds of shit parked. Here. No, this is. But I don't give a shit about that because none of those fools give me any money. You this know is what the I'm situation saying? that should have been turned on its head, where the the waiter would come over to you. You're supposed to use the salad fork, <laughs> sir. You are not executing properly. 
Literally. Like Adam, we were not in Paris, France. <laughs> as the song. The, the snooty way. Yeah, as the song suggested there at the beginning, Adam. By the way, that who was that, Adam? Did we write that down? Tim Thompson. Oh, okay. The, with the waiter song. That's very cool, man. Now, Adam, how do we recognize National Waitstaff Day, Adam? Well, we're going to have to go to a restaurant where we get waited on by certain members. I guess you can go as low as like bargain basement would be like a diner. Like I like diners, Like too. an IHOP type place. I like that. Would be, that would be like the lowest level probably uh, of waitstaff. Yeah, yeah. Up to the finest steakhouse in your area. Yeah. That's what we would do. We would have to go to one of those places. Okay. Or firehouse subs. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what we would have to do is we have to get there. We would get our food. And as we were being served our food by our waitstaff, which might, depending on how many people were in our party, might be a few different people from the back, you know, bringing out all the oh, plates yeah. and the drinks. Maybe the bar staff is bringing out the drinks and things. They probably saw my belly. From, we would from collect back there. them all behind us and we would snap a picture. <laughs> And we would hashtag it. <laughs> National Waiter slash Waitress Waitstaff Day. Adam, today is also <laughs> National Armed Forces Day. Oh, well, that's a good one. <laughs> Adam, today in history. Yes. Brought to you from the pages. She's got uh, marks on her body like the tan lines from her bikini. Nice, Adam. I guess the song is called Bikini Porn. What? From uh, Tove Low. Okay, good for her, man. Yeah. Well, like I was, like I was saying uh, before the lyrics interrupted because I hadn't heard this song. <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I saw this video. Go ahead. No, no, no. I got to get this out. This is, today's history is brought to you from the pages of history.com. Oh, okay. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay, I tell you, I saw this video. <laughs> okay. This bikini porn video. <laughs> and do you remember the uh, the Metallica video? <laughs> Which one? Turn the page? Yeah, yeah. With like the stripper. Yeah. Oh, yeah, horrible. Yeah, she gets raped and all that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, she was, but she was like a dancer. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> no. This video... <laughs> Okay, good. See, he doesn't approve of that video. He doesn't like that video. No. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like it either. But there, this video was the, the same girl, and she was in a, a bikini, and she was kind of the same style of girl, kind of. And this video? Weathered. For this song? Yes. Oh, wow. Kind of weathered, kind of uh, aged, a bit older. Okay. Been through it a little bit. And she's out there, and she's going into a shop in a strip mall. She's getting picked up by an Uber, and she's just dancing in her bikini <laughs> inside the Uber <laughs> until she gets kicked out of all these places. Kind of ridiculous. Right? We'll be reviewing this video after the podcast <laughs> over a cup of coffee on the table. Adam. <laughs> Adam, 1956, May the 21st, Adam, 1956. Mm, okay. The U.S. drops the hydrogen bomb over Bikini Atoll, Adam. The Atoll. Wait a yes. minute. It's Bikini Atoll. Yeah. <laughs> I still got it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Now, is that the thing where they went there and they bought out the natives and they say, we're going to take all of you off of this island and we're going to move you to this other island and we're going to supply you with food and stuff for the rest of this generation or whatever? You've been watching the History Channel, haven't you? Is that true? It's true, yeah. Oh, shit. It's true to an extent, yes. Something to that effect, yes. Mm -hmm. The United States conducts the first airborne test of an improved hydrogen bomb, Adam. Yeah. Dropping it from a plane over the tiny island of Namu in the Bikini Atoll. 
in the Pacific Ocean on this day, Adam. The successful tests indicated that hydrogen bombs were viable airborne weapons and that the arms race had taken another giant leap forward, Adam. Hmm. Now, all I remember from this is that the fact that these natives were moved to another island and given essentially like subsistence living was crippling to these natives. They all became fat and lazy <laughs> yeah. and they didn't have to work and they didn't have to do anything for themselves. They were just kind of cared for and they turned out just in horrible health due to this fact. Dude, when I was doing the research, let me see what I can find with bikini. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I want to check your search history there. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. The United States began testing nuclear weapons at Bikini Atoll in 1946, Adam. So it had been 10 years already. Yeah. However, early bombs were large and unwily affairs that were exploded from the ground. The practical application of dropping the weapon over an enemy had been a mere theoretical possibility until a successful test. So that means that, that it, it exploded above the ground, like it, it exploded in the air to that, greater devastation, I'm assuming. Yeah, I would have said, yes. Well, Adam, this bomb was dropped over Bikini Atoll, yeah. super successful, and it changed the game in the arms race. It puts the Soviet Union in check and all this other... Was the hydrogen bomb. bomb ever used in actual combat? I don't think so. I think that's what's mm. part of the Cold War thing, because the hydrogen bomb would have been extremely devastating. Mm. Okay. You know, that's the whole thing with the arms race. And that doesn't mean that they stopped producing them. It just means that, you know, all these other kinds of, uh, uh, what do you call it, weapons were being developed on how to uh, make them uh, more deadly or how to uh, carry them in X amount of aircraft or submarine or whatever it may be, Adam. Sure. And, you know, and when I visited this piece of history, Adam, mm -hmm. it reminded me when Did I was- Did your bikini search? I know. <laughs> Actually, last year, Adam, when I was solo potting, Adam. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I time. also did a piece on uh, the bikini, Adam. <laughs> That's how I figured this out, that it was named after this test because it more or less came out about a couple of months before. I think I may have a piece. <laughs> Blew everybody's clothes to ribbons. <laughs> I may have a piece of that podcast here, Adam. Oh, no. Give me a second. Let me yes. see, Let me see this. Here, check it out. We're, we're going to go back in the time machine. Do -do 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 -do. <laughs> here it is, Adam. So he put one and two together, sort of speaking, voila, the bikini. And of course, I so happen to have some of that recorded footage that day. How about we uh, take a listen? Okay. Ballroom. Little catwalk. People they're uh, speaking about. Oh, here comes uh, what looks like a Mr. Louis uh, Riard. He's kind of dressed, uh, typically what somebody would think was dressed back in the 1940s. Okay, he's about to take the mic. Let's listen, let's listen. Excuse me, please. Excuse me. Uh-huh. I would like to present to you the bikini. Invented the bikini. Mercy, 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 because.
No, it was Cielo. That was a black and white footage of him. <laughs> and wow. it wasn't like the bikinis you're used to seeing nowadays, Adam. So, yeah. No, usually we get something from the historical <laughs> record. <laughs> now, we're going back in time, Adam. Yeah, I know. We're running short on material. Well, at least it's today in history. We're short. We had to get that bit of history <laughs> we're to complete it. We're short on history, Adam. <laughs> we're short on bits. Oh, Adam, we know who this is, baby. Yeah, this is one of my favorites. Queen! In a bicycle race. Excellent, Adam. Today in sports history, baby, brought to you from the pages of history.com on this day.com slash sports, my main man. Mm-hmm. And in 1819, Adam. Okay, way back then. Okay. <laughs> Queen still hadn't been around yet. So anyway, Adam, on May the 21st, actually on this day in 1819, the first bicycle atoms, which were called swift walkers, Adam, mm. as were introduced. Okay. In the city of New York. Now, are these the bicycles with the the very huge yes. front wheel and then the little yeah, back one? Yeah. I'm going to okay. start doing like you and bringing pictures of this shit. Oh, yes. oh, good. But that's what they were called. They were called actually swift walkers, Adam. Uh, the bicycles rolled across the Atlantic and they came basically from France and London and whatnot. They're that big. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they probably did it. <laughs> probably did it. Don't distract me, Adam. Okay. I'm, already, I'm, I'm warming up here. All right. <laughs> Known as velocipedes or swift walkers, like I said. These are strange contraptions created by Baron Von uh, somebody. It were a sign of the coming change to a new way of getting from place to place in the Big Apple, man. Mm-hmm. So that was the deal. Now, how are you able to mount your huge bicycle? Because they were like, <sighs> did, did you have to like climb something to get to the top? Because they were like... Bigger than a man, weren't they? To finish this piece, they didn't prove that good to begin with. Well, <laughs> weren't that agile, I and, imagine. And, and actually some laws were enacted to control them within the city. Mm. Anyway, but I went to, I want to say Council Bluff, up there in the Flint Hills. All right. Up there somewhere. I forgot what the town was. I forgot already. If I didn't think about it, I'd probably know the name of the town. Anyway, we went there, and there was one of these bikes, and... I jumped on it. You couldn't ride it, oh. but you had to get on this contraption to get on it. And I took a picture on how it. Big, how big was it? It was, I was about, uh, I'd say I was at least 10 feet tall. Oh, God. At least, dude. I'm not lying. It was. I was up there. So, yeah. And they didn't have helmet laws back then. No. <laughs> at that point, uh, you're they, falling 10 feet down to the I ground. I don't They had very few lawyers back then. <laughs> <laughs> So wow, that's uh you 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 haven't even been out like on a on a uh, exhibition one or anything like that. You just never of these big yeah no. Oh I man, I just <laughs> I was carpe diem is it carpe diem carpe carpe diem. seize the day yeah seize the day Adam seize it <laughs> carpe diem seize, seize the day Adam <laughs> you have to seize the day I seized my ass on oh, that boy. bike and I said holy shit <laughs> Does, I need so, a new tire. Hold on, let me let me bring this into your establishment. This thing is Adam, but well, you know, just to give you a little flavor, <clears throat> later on the bike evolves and and it becomes a sports item. You know, people start yeah. competing on Tour de France and all that. I don't know if Louis Griard had anything to do with that. I would hope so. Maybe <laughs> had some bikini spot, bikini <laughs> clad young ladies. Well, there were there. some ladies in in that type of wear. And the bicycle race video, right? Or maybe they were just topless. Adam also, 
Yes, Adam, very observant. They yeah, were. Agreed, they, agreed. They yes. were. They, Adam, they were uh, topless on that video. <laughs> but I think it was just part of the, uh, to get across the point of Queen. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it was for art. <laughs> It yeah, wasn't for, you know, for naughtiness or anything. No, like no, no. So anyway, Adam, like so check this out. Yeah, on May the 19th, uh, 1989, Adam, was the first tour, uh, the Trump bicycle race, and it was held in Atlanta, Georgia. Very nice. The Trump race? Yeah. It's the best race. It's the best race of them all. It's the number one race. We're going to race so fast. <laughs> You can't imagine. Oh, I can imagine it for sure, Adam. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, that race was held, Adam, between 1989 and 1996, initially called the Tour of the Trump, Adam, like I said. Wow. In the first two years, it was intended to become a North American cycling event similar to the format and prestige of the Tour de France. In Atlanta. Uh Uh-huh. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Now, isn't the, the Tour de France is known for like all of its mountain climbs and hills. Do we have that type of uh, topography in in Atlanta? They could go up Stone Mountain, Adam. Oh, Stone Mountain. I would imagine. Okay. Anyway, the tour's names came from its sponsors, the first businessman, which was El Senor Presidente. Hey. And later, DuPont, the uh, Tour DuPont. Oh, okay. Check this out. During the eight-year history of the race, Adam. Okay. As both the Tour de Trump and the Tour DuPont, it was won twice by a Mexican. <laughs> A Mexican? (laughs) By the name of Raul Alcala. That was the first time that we knew that we had to build a wall. (laughs) Adam, in 1989, that was long ways from uh, 2016. It had to have planted that seed, though, you know? It was like, we can't have them coming over here winning all of our races. We can't have this. We're gonna be the best. We gotta get. We gotta get the brown people out of here. You know. It wasn't intent. Well, they're in Atlanta. How the hell are they gonna do that? <laughs> I don't know. He figured they took the long way, and you know. Oh my God! What the hell just fell? <laughs> Something just fell. That that might have been a sign of a border crossing. Out of it. <laughs> today, 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 today. Got there, Adam. I think that you know that this is Spinal Tap <laughs> and Hell Hole. I got something for you later on, by the way. <laughs> Today in Rock History, Adam is brought to you from the pages of history.com, todayinmusic.com, songfactshistory.com, and classicbands.com, Adam. Oh, good. You know, I was going to tell you that. Uh, I went through this, uh, these four or five web pages <laughs> looking for good stuff. <laughs> and, and you're coming up dry? I was coming up really dry, Adam. <laughs> we, this is our third summer. Well, uh, you know, this is my third summer to it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. So some of us take vacations in the <laughs> summer. What the hell's going on? <laughs> the studio is falling apart. Godzilla, what the hell? What is going on? You Shit. secure these things to the wall. Anyway, yeah, I couldn't come up with anything. Like I would say, mm, I think we discussed this already. And I'd go back into the archives and say, damn it, there it is. <laughs> oh, shit. You have an archives you yeah, can reference? Yeah, well, of course, dude. Yeah, oh, I got good. all this written down on my... <laughs> 
on my drive. It's all saved, <laughs> saved and backed up, Adam, by the way. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> You've seen that shit like in the Planet of the Apes when they go back into the uh, fossilization the of archives, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're going to go, wow. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, so let's uh, let's get this knocked out real quick, Adam. Okay. Actually, I was going to eliminate this one, but I did in 1972, Adam, May the 19th. And by the way, that was Spinal Tap. What was it again? Hellhole? Hellhole. Well, check this out. Sammy Davis Jr., Adam. Okay. Appeared on the TV show All in the Family in an episode where he famously plants a kiss in the lips of the bigoted character Archie oh, Bunker. I bet Archie Bunker loved it. <laughs> that was that Adam. That's why it was a hellhole, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> what great shows those uh-huh. were, man! I know those were the best ever. Now, could they be on air today in their current state? I would say, yeah. How? <laughs> I think you can get away with it with things like Family Guy, these animated things, and Simpsons. They can kind of walk that line. But when you actually have physical actors on screen, I think people take more offense to it. Wasn't Archie Bunker on that one police show also? The uh, Heat of the Night. Heat of the Night. Was that him? Yes. Uh, what was the guy's name? I forget. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. I don't know what the guy's name is. He kind of made up for that on that show. Did he? Okay. Yeah. But I mean, it's just a character. Yeah. A beloved character, you actually, know, yes. at, the, at the time. Absolutely. Yeah, I love that show. You know, and, and by the way, there's a little connection here because Rob Reiner was on that show. Mm-hmm. Right? Thus, right, right, right. Thus the hell hole the, of the Spinal Top. Right? Yes. Of Spinal Tap, Adam. So you notice, you notice how this... Yeah, you're making it a gel. By the way, Adam, did you, did you hear they're thinking about doing a Spinal Tap number deuce? I didn't hear they were thinking about it. I heard it was like pretty much a done deal that it's going it to happen. It's going to happen, huh? Yes. 40 years on. Oh, wow. <laughs> from the original. I went... I don't know which one I went. I either went on to heavymetal.com, one of the websites that I first read it on, and I wrote something to the effect that... uh. It's going to be 40 years. Mm-hmm. How are they going to narrow down what they're going to make fun of? I, and I was kind. I used the word, there's a lot of nostalgic bands touring. <laughs> <laughs> and it created- that, that even predate mm-hmm. that. Yeah. yeah so mm-hmm. it's like, I'm sure they could get something out of that. And I had a few comments on there like, nostalgic, what do you mean? I ignored the questions. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yes, you might be one. <laughs> right. We just saw you down in Oklahoma here. <laughs> Not too long ago. That's right. So, yeah, but I, I thought it was pretty cool. I, I think, I didn't know it was a done deal, though. I did not know that. It seems like it was, it sounds like it's going to ready to happen just from the, the volume of posting that I'd seen about it. Maybe it's just some people reporting the same deal. It's like, though, this is, is the speculation. Uh-huh. But it seemed like it was a done deal. Uh, yeah. But I would, I would manage my expectations of it. I wouldn't expect it to exceed the original or be anything. That's, you know, my, my I think I've discussed this already. I've told you my uh, theory on revisiting remakes or, uh, you know, sequels of these kinds. Mm hmm. Usually the first one is so hard to beat that mm-hmm. I don't... Most I, of these sequels come out two to three years after the original, so everything is fresh. <laughs> <laughs> this one has already had a generation pass before no. the sequel is coming out, so I, I, I would dare to say there's some wheelchair action going on here. <laughs> <laughs> they could have went, went through 40 drummers uh, at this time. easily. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a great news. I said, Archie Bunker and the Sammy Davis Jr. and all that was pretty cool, but I just wanted to talk about spinal tap <laughs> i understand settle down class it's this week's rocking higher education lesson on led zeppelin 101 with professor adam lee Tate.
Adam, you know what time it is, baby. It's time for me to get Zeppelin, baby. Exactly. This song, Tommy, do you know it? Uh, yes, Adam. This song is Black Dog. Absolutely wrong. <laughs> it is called Night Flight. I knew that. Off of the physical graffiti album. It's my song. Tommy, I'm, gonna, I'm going to give you a picture. Like you oh, said, I like to bring oh, in I love that. photographic I love that. evidence. Let me, get, let me check it out. This Adam. is one of the most iconic photos of Led Zeppelin in their all history. Right. All right, all right. Oh, yeah, Adam. This is when they were in their jumbo jet. Yeah, exactly. Yes. That jet that's is a, known. That's, that's an iconic picture. Adam. It is. It's, it's very in the much Rock that. and Roll Hall of Fame, by the way. Is it? Yeah. Uh, well, that jumbo jet is referred to as the Starship. The Starship Ooh. is a fitting name for the luxurious private plane that is best known for flying the members of Led Zeppelin across North America. Initially, the Starship started out as a former Boeing 720 passenger jet. It was the first Boeing 720 built and delivered to United Airlines in October 1960. While in commercial use, the plane could seat 138 people. Wow. In 1973, the Boeing 720 was purchased from American Airlines by pop singer Bobby Sherman and his manager Ward Sylvester. Oh. Ward Sylvester then threw $200,000 into the project with the goal of leasing the plane out to touring bands. By which, the, which is a good business, leasing it out to them. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. By the time renovations were completed, the main cabin featured a long couch that ran along the right side of the plane, swivel chairs, a 30-foot brass-trimmed bar, and a Sony U-Matic video cassette player and television, complete with a library, outfitted with everything from comedies to pornography. The luxury plane also featured a bedroom in the back, complete with a king-sized waterbed and a white fur bedspread. The plane came just with, one. Yes, the plane came with two flight attendants, and cost twenty five hundred dollars an hour to run. After stumbling upon the Starship, they could base themselves in larger cities and travel to and from concerts within flying distance. Although the band had now had the option to be a bit more grounded while touring, the real fun was had once their concerts wrapped up and they were back on the jet. Mm. According to a New York Times do article... Do tell, Adam, this is what I'm waiting for. Led Zeppelin snorted cocaine with oh. rolled up $100 bills. I don't believe that. treated the master suite like a pay-by-the-hour motel. I don't believe that either. Zeppelin's road manager, Richard Cole, recalls the jet being a floating gin palace. <laughs> and they had one phase where they only drank 64 and 66 Dom Perignon. Mm, excuse them. <laughs> Robert Plant said his favorite feature was the oral sex during turbulence. <laughs> Rumor has it that John Bonham once tried to open the plane's door over Kansas City because he had to relieve himself. John Paul Jones ensured he kept the ever-revolving door of followers entertained by playing pub songs on the electric organ oh. as they warmed themselves by the fireplace that on the plane. That is cool, man. <laughs> now that is rock and roll the, right there. That the is... life of Led oh. Zeppelin aboard the Starship is our Zeppelin 101. Wow. For this week. That is fantastic. I'm Adam. Yes, sir. I know you wrote this. That was great. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Let's <laughs> let's let's move on. Let's do it. <laughs> wow, 1974, Adam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is Bob Marley. This is Bob Marley. Uh, 
the beloved Bob Marley. This is the original version, though, of the uh, I Shot the Shirt. People love Bob Marley. Yes, they did. And For some I, reason. To be honest with you, <laughs> tell me. This chorus that I just heard, I think that's the first time in my life. It's <laughs> the first time you've heard it. That I've heard it, yes. <laughs> Because I might, I might be able to say the same thing. Because in 1974, <laughs> on May the 10th, 1974, Eric Clapton recorded I Shot the Sheriff. Heard it a thousand yes. times. <laughs> a cover of the Bob Marley song. He was reluctant, Adam, to do it. I don't know why that would start happening. <laughs> but it becomes the only Adam, after he was reluctant to do it, the only number one hit of his career on Adam, mm-hmm. the Hot 100. As a solo that's, artist, that's, I'm assuming. Yeah, that's what it says here, yeah. Wow. So did Layla by Derek and the Dominoes, that didn't count? Or did that not hit number one? Wow. I See, I, so many questions. Adam, I so happen to have a chart here. Okay, <laughs> tell me. <laughs> what do we have? Yes, Adam. So this was his number one, like I said. Is mm-hmm. that correct? Yes. I Shot the Sheriff. I Shot the Sheriff. A cover version of the Bob Marley. That's right. hmm mm-hmm. And then uh, the next one to climb up pretty high was Lay Down Sally, but only went to number three. Okay. Wonderful Tonight. Sure. Number 16, Adam. All right. So, and then Tears in Heaven, though, numero deuce. It did not reach number one. Yeah. And Change the World, which was one of my favorite songs, Adam, was numero cinco, number five. Wow. So there's your answer, buddy. Thank God I was, I was prepared for Thanks, this one. I know. Because you, usually you doubt these kind of <laughs> <laughs> these kind of chart uh, toppers that, you know, because you hear these other songs so much, you know, and then also yeah, uh, Eric would, Clapton went from, you know, rock star slash cream dude, cream to, dude right? to kind of like adult contemporary there for a minute. So I guess, does that mean that Cream had no number one hits? Mm. That Derek and the Dominoes, obviously... Funk with the bass, baby. Yes. Reggae to funk. It's Rick James. <laughs> <laughs> Unmistakable. Ooh, Adam, give it to me, baby. <laughs> Tommy, is this your song? You know it's my song, buddy. And you guess who else's song it is? <laughs> I knew that'd be on his playlist. <laughs> Give it to me, baby. Tell me about it, Gonzalo. <laughs> the studio is vibrating yes, over here. You I feel am. that? <laughs> he likes the Rick James biatch. <laughs> uh, Rick James, Adam. Yes. Release. Give it to me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that's in, a, in 1981, by the way. There's no other reason that we need to have this. We just <laughs> that's all we need. I Take just care. wanted to say Rick James biatch. <laughs> That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> a number one R&B hit filled with that funk, Adam. That's right. That sweet, sexy funk. <laughs> we, just, we just took a 10-second a a segment and just elongated. We just wanted to hear Rick James. James. <laughs> Adam Smith. This is Sam Hagar. And he's singing about the girl that gets around. Yeah, baby. Sammy Hagar, man. 1984. Mm-hmm. May the 17th, 1984. The musical drama, Adam. Yeah. Footloose opened in theaters with the soundtrack featuring Kenny Loggins. Right. Denise Williams and the Red Rocker, Adam. Sam, Sam Hagar. Hagar. Yes, oh, he was. Yeah. God. What do you think about that? I hate when you're that. When, when you're, I'm that surprised. When, when you're that disgusted. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I 
I don't. <laughs> I think I've been forced to watch the original Footloose, but I don't remember this song or what segment that they were doing. Were they actually, you know, dancing to this, or were they? <laughs> was this just like an interlude while they were driving trucks? Or something? I don't even know. Adam, you know I'm a man of many stories, Adam. The only thing I know about Footloose, Adam, Mm -hmm. is Kevin Bacon's in it. He is. I don't believe I've ever seen it because I confuse it with Tremors. And he teaches some other kid to dance. He's going up against John Lithgow as the, the town heavy who doesn't want any dancing or something. Is he the preacher? Is he a preacher or something? I'm telling you right now, you didn't let me finish (sighs) my story, Adam. I've never seen Footloose. I confuse, but it's Footloose. a cultural touchstone. I know, but I've never seen it because I confuse it with the movie Tremors, man. There's no like animals coming up out of the ground and eating people. It's though. the scenery, though. He's like in some desert, someplace. Speaking of Tremors, Fred Ward from Tremors. Yeah, he passed away this week. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Wow. See how everything becomes back to Kevin Bacon. <laughs> it's just six degrees of uh, separation. Even on this is. fucking podcast, I can. <laughs> <laughs> that's nuts. Mm-hmm. It is nuts. <laughs> Footloose. I have a Footloose story. Oh my god! I didn't watch the movie, but I have a story. Oh, I was assigned. You were in a repressed community where they didn't allow music and dancing. <laughs> yes, in my teenage years. Oh no, PR. I was repressed by my parents. Oh no, god, didn't work very long. Anyway, I was stationed with this guy. Good guy. He's not a bad guy at all. Keeps to himself and all that. Where did he hail from? Where did he come from? He came from Utah, Adam. Oh, <laughs> Mormon type. Yes. Yeah, so I don't know if he was a Mormon or not. He behaved like a Mormon, I well, can say that much. Stands to reason. You know, had a bunch of kids and whatnot. But anyway. Did he ever drink soda? I don't know. I, I, that, that I didn't get that close to him. But one day okay. I'm speaking to this guy, which I hardly ever did. Not that I didn't like the guy, but I just didn't, you know, didn't find anything, you know, in common to speak with this guy, you know. Mm-hmm. So one day he tells me that he was beat out for the main role for Footloose by Kevin Bacon. He was an acting type person? He was an aspiring actor? He auditioned for Footloose, and it was down to him and Kevin Bacon. You know what I I said said to him? You know this movie required dancing. He could be married to Kira Sedgwick right now. Is that what you're saying to me? I guess so, Adam. We could be playing the... The homely soldier uh, game instead of the Kevin Bacon stop, game? Stop, Adam. Stop. I don't know who this other person you just mentioned is. Is that the, the That's main wife? That's uh, the main wife. Kira, Kira oh, I thought it wife. was. I thought it was the main actress of Footloose. No. I'm, a, I'm a Footloose uh, I idiot. I couldn't remember the girl from Footloose. I don't know who she is. So anyway, <laughs> of course not, Adam. <laughs> nah, bro. You, you see me, bro? I'm hard, bro. I'm hard, bro. I'm hard, bro. I'm hard, bro. Let's get started. It's the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Historic hip hop rapizzle moment. Yo. Wow, Adam. What do we got here, buddy? This is Public Enemy and the Ice Cube Fight the Power Live. Yeah. Oh, the, the Flavor Flavors. Adam. Adam, are you doing the Flavor Flavor on your end? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, wow. I am, I am. 
I'm, I'm surprised my my watch, my big, big clock didn't hit the microphone and knock it over. It, my face is in complete shock right now, Adam. I know. You need, you need to snap out of it real quick. Adam. We need you to comment really fast. <laughs> Adam, have you been studying your, your rapizzle dictionary, Adam? <laughs> I've been I've been leafing through it a little bit here. Wow, and there. your your moves were amazing. I remember, I remember Flavor Flav. He was on um, the, the that show, the, uh, the Flavor of Love. Uh, and he no, he was on another one before that. My and house where, party, or where he my got house of crazy. Where he people? got close with Brigitte Nielsen. Oh yeah, I forgot that's the I forget what that that show. This was big called. big woman and this little black guy. Awesome. <laughs> I saw very, that very show. Good. I forgot what it was called, but yeah. yeah, I can't remember either. Was Vince Neil on that show too with the Hammer with with MC Hammer and I don't the little guy from um, I don't remember the stars were Brigitte Nielsen and Flavor Flav. Oh, I thought it was like Mini Me. They were the best relationship anyway. Anyway, Adam, before we get to I, mean, I, I just tell you that uh, yes, your moves, Adam, were, were astonishing, Adam. I was in channeling in, Flav. Oh, incredible! I hope wish this was a video podcast to. Have focused on that. As soon as the sponsorship comes in. <laughs> in an interview with the Washington Times, Adam, mm-hmm. Public Enemy's Minister of Information. You didn't know that, did you? That Public Enemy had a Minister of Information, Adam. Hmm. His name was Professor Griff. No, I didn't know that. Mm. He, he only handled the information? He didn't he, handle any rapping? He was Minister of Information. I'm sure there was some rap going on there. Something. Oh, okay. So anyway, Professor Griff, Adam, blamed the Jews, Adam, oh. for the majority of the wickedness that goes on across the globe. So was that misinformation or was that... <laughs> He's the minister of information. Adam, it could this, be misinformation. This is 1989. They weren't battling that yet. Adam. Oh, really? So he, it was the truth then. He would have He would have been blocked, oh, Adam. Oh, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> the truth, according to him, I'm sure. Wow. Among the other incendiary claims, Adam Griff hmm. says that the Jews financed these experiments on AIDS with black people in South America, Adam, and they have a grip on America. The article is published on 22 May, Adam. And picked up by the Village Voice, June seventeenth. Bad news. So the I, Jews had full control of AIDS. Yes, and they just yes. they just unleashed it on black people. Well, he was a professor, Adam. It says his it's professor before his name. Professor of information. Yes, he's, of, no, he's the he's minister. Channel, yes. the minister of information. So he must have gotten some from somewhere. Anyways, Adam, let's wow. read on, Adam. Okay. It says Jewish groups, Adam. <laughs> Are quick to condemn the remarks. Oh, who'd have no, thought? I don't believe it. And the direct and director protest at CBS, the group's distributor. Mm. Nah, they're gonna go to concerts. To now, was, was the rest of the group who do we have in there? Uh, Chuck, Chuck, Chuck D, D and we had Flavor Flav. Did, did they support the news coming from the Ministry of Information? Well, let me tell you this much, Adam. That mm. year, Public Enemy was one of the biggest tickets in CBS Records. Adam. Oh. And the record was called It Takes a Nation of Millions to Hold Us Back. And it had sold over a million copies. The group thrives on inflammatory lyrics and controversial tenants. But this incident threatened their distribution deal, Adam. Who, who was the head? Mo money, mo problems, Adam. Who was the head of CBS? Who, who was the, uh, the chief officer there i was probably jewish would he be a jew i probably (laughs) adam is if he isn't or she isn't i don't think at the time there was any she's in charge of any of that uh they're pretty close to one or they were some kind of of a degree like uh what's his name like uh, kevin bacon was uh, to all these other people (laughs) yeah a degree of jewish close association absolutely that was a stupid move you know but like I said, Adam, this uh, threatened their distribution deal. So 
action was needed. Sure. In his post as Minister of Information, Griff is essentially, Adam, a spokesman for the group. And on June the 21st, Public Enemy deems him in breach of those duties and fires him. Oh, they eliminated oh, him. Of course, man. Money to be made. Sure. And obviously, Chuck D comes out. You had mentioned him, right? Oh, you're pretty, right. man, you're really into this. Uh, well, you know, they, they sang with anthrax, you know, remember? That. Sure, sure, sure. We are not anti-Jewish. We are not anti-anybody. We are pro-black, pro-black culture, and pro-human race. That's what I'm talking okay. about. Okay. Right? That's a safe statement right you there. You can't say anything wrong about that. <laughs> <laughs> Was he foreseeing Facebook and what to say correctly on these platforms, Adam? No. Griff later claims that he was caught off guard and the questions about who controls the music industry. That's so that's what he claimed. He had anyway, a quick answer though. Bottom line, Adam, that he had come back. <laughs> <laughs> he came back and fixed it back into the fold. And oh, so this has a happy ending, Adam. So, okay, good. FYI, Adam, did you know that uh in Married with Children, there was a black Catalog. character on there. Remember him? A shoe salesman okay. with Al? His name was Griff Adam. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> so what uh, Griff was subject to when he wasn't in Public Enemy, when he was when he was on the <laughs> no, sidelines? No, what I wanted to tell you, he was named after Professor Griff, oh, which is a total bullshit. Now, I don't know if that's true or not. Did he I, provide, I just made that up on the fly right now, Adam. Did he provide Al with a lot of information? No, I would. <laughs> I, would uh, he be the minister of information to Al? For And their organization called No Ma'am, yes, probably. <laughs> and also, as they perused through the magazine of Biggins. Oh, <laughs> that's good information. <laughs> he was a good one, too. He was a good professor of information. And we're going to close out the hip-hop rep. His with some good news, too, as well. Oh, good. In 2020, Adam, a promotion for Buffalo Wild Wings. All right. The group Bone Thugs and Harmony announced they have changed their name to Boneless Thugs and Harmony. Ah, for Boneless <laughs> Wings. <laughs> okay. Because they love the restaurant's Boneless Wings. Pay your weight staff. <laughs> Ooh, I like this one, Adam. What's this one, Tommy? This one is Revenge Adam with Heavy Metal Friends. That's right. <laughs> You're getting some ideas for your song now, I like aren't you? this, yeah. <laughs> That's, that'll be in the uh, next intro, Adam. Next <laughs> Adam, May the 13th, 2002, Adam. Uh-huh. Diane Warwick. Remember her? Yeah. Diane Warwick. That's what okay. friends are for. And oh, okay. okay. I think she was also involved in some kind of palm reading. So Dion? Is it Dion? Dion Warwick? How did I call her? Dion? Oh, I can send the zone. Sure. Well, she was arrested in the Miami International Airport for possession of marijuana, Adam. Oh, and what year was this? Again? This is 2002. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess yeah. she still had problems at that point. After authorities found 11 joints, Adam, in a lipstick case. Oh. In the singer's hard luggage. Okay. Why, why is her luggage so hard? Because it <laughs> it's heavy metal friends. Hard and heavy. Eh? Her hard luggage. Gocilo, How big are these joints? Gocilo, How big is this lipstick? Gocilo and his thing now. Oh no, Gocilo, she does not qualify as a milfy. Mm. Anyway, the charges were dropped after she completed a drug program and made a contribution to charity out I mean, if you think about it, 11 joints actually is, it takes up a little bit of space. It'd be a, a very large uh, lipstick mm. uh, container, don't you think? Okay. I mean, I would I would assume. I would think so, too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hit the next one out. Oh, that's good. Ooh. 
Tommy, is this your song? It's always been my song, Adam. Okay. This is Metallica's Devil's Dance. Slow motion action. <laughs> you, know, you know when they're on the front stage? Uh-huh. Lower that down real quick. Like you're going, they're going. Yeah, and you I, see their eyes opening and closing. They slow it down so you can see all that emotion yes. and power and, and stuff escaping from it. Uh, then they speed it back up when they swing it around with the guitar. Yeah, that's and, right. You know, you not only screen. know how to edit this show, you could edit one of those music uh, videos. I've, you know, I've done videos as well. Oh, okay, okay. Remember, that's I where you started? I'm producing some of Gosilo's material. Remember that? Huh? I thought you were just an advisory role. No, no, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I have to control Gosilo somewhere, Adam. I have him control right now. I'm mute. Anyway, Adam in 2002. Okay. May the 14th, 2002. Okay. Tom Jones. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I see the Metallica and <laughs> Devil's Dance give intro. Me, give me a second here. To Tom Jones. Give me a second. Give me Got a second. It. He was number one on the UK album chart, Adam. Really? 2000? Yes. Two. With his album titled mm -hmm. Reload. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, my God. Well, Tom Jones has a bit of a reputation. Metallica family. With the, yeah. with the ladies. Oh. <laughs> he, gets, he gets a lot of uh, ladies' britches thrown, thrown his way. He does. And he's a bit of a slinger. He likes to sling it around. <laughs> so, uh, he does a helicopter at him. With a lot of reloading. <laughs> oh, Making the singer out of the oldest artist to score a UK number one album with new material at him. Wow. Yes. That's crazy. Tom Jones reload <laughs> <laughs> and the devil's dance. <laughs> what do we got here, Adam? Well, you might recognize this as a Tommy Lee drum solo. He's not rapping on this one, Adam? No, this was more traditional. There's still some electronics going on there. Sure. But he's in a harness, and it's being flipped this way and that. Very cool. What year was this? And he's talking to the audience. Uh, Did he have long hair? Mid-80s. Yeah, long hair. Okay, yeah. And he talks to the Pretty audience. Pretty awesome, later. Adam, because in 2005... Tacoma! Oh, he was in Tacoma. He was in Tacoma. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, in 2005, May the 17th, 2005, Tommy Lee, back... In the band for the first time in five years, Motley Crue began their Red, White, and Crew tour in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Good. It's the circus theme with clowns, fire eaters, and acrobats. For his drum solo, Tommy Lee and his rig go up on a trapeze, and he performs from 30 feet in the air. What is meant by a trapeze? Because when I think of a trapeze, I think of two different like there's, there's like people up there, yeah. gym, gymnasts doing a thing, but they're like swinging back and forth and yeah. they're doing death-defying acts. You can't do that with a drum kit. I don't think he's gonna death-defying anything. What do you remember? What his rig looked like when we saw? I him? think it was like a slow, like a roller coaster, where it kind of had a track. It went up a track and it went out over the audience, and it probably did like a little flip around thing. But then it went back down the track. But it had like a track like a roller coaster. When they were touring with Kiss out, I got to see that roller coaster. Yeah. It was pretty awesome. And that night that we saw Kiss on that special show, they actually gave away a seat to sit next to Tommy Lee. 
to ride with him yeah, in the thing. Wow, that's cool, pretty good. And speaking of, check it out, baby. Oh, I'm here. This weekend, oh yeah, Kickstarter. Baby! Adam, why even play these songs? <laughs> you should just sing it. Acapella. <laughs> Nothing to lose, baby. Nothing to lose. My favorite group. Kiss. Adam. What happened in their history? I would today? tell you, Adam, there's a few things, Adam, that oh happened in their history, Adam. Well, they have such a long and... I could go to Colorful some. History. I could go back to some Kiss landmark shit, Adam. We probably discussed this as well, Adam, mm-hmm. because in 1974, Adam, mm-hmm. they released their self-titled album featuring Strutter and mm. Cold Gin, Adam. Sure, that, that would have been the eponymous, eponymous, <laughs> the first one, <laughs> their first one, Adam. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the first one. Yeah. In 1976, Adam, on May the 20th, Adam, Kiss. Immortalized their handprints in the Grammys Chinese Theater in Hollywood, Adam. And in 1977, Adam, they were already on the Walk of Fame yeah, or whatever in that 1976, is. 1976, yeah. Wow, that's that's, that's, that's a fast turnaround. That's fast, isn't it? <laughs> Adam at a concert stop in Nassau Coliseum, Adam. That's where they extracted their blood, Adam, to be put into the ink of their okay. conic. Okay. But Adam, yeah, I'm not going to speak about any of those things, Adam, because we've covered them extensively. That's here. child's play. Let's get, to, let's get to the real play, stuff. Adam. In 2013, Adam, mm-hmm. that's only, what, nine years ago? Yes. On May the 14th, 2013, it was reported that KISS planned to open over 100 restaurants in North America, Adam. What are they called? They're called Rock and Brews, Adam. Hey, we just went to one of those. <laughs> in the Los Angeles areas was the first one, uh-huh. and they wished, Adam, at the time to open 100 more within the next five years. Okay, and that was- uh, That's right. 2013, you said? 2013. So by 2018, they have 100 restaurants. <laughs> no, so, that was their plan, Adam. Uh, <laughs> That's 20, 2022. How many do they have now? I I did not because it's, that. it's plus one <laughs> because we we just opened up one in Brayman, Oklahoma. To the one in Oklahoma City, Adam, as okay. well. There before that one closed. No, okay. I've oh, been oh, to the oh, one oh, in oh. Kansas City. I've been to the one in St. Louis. I've been to the one in Florida. I've been to the one in uh, Albuquerque. When Monica is there is there. there any noticeable difference? By what town you're in, what city you're no. in, or is it just a formatted, this is the way it's, the Rock and Brews is? It's a chain restaurant with fancy food, man, with fancy gourmet hamburgers is what it is. Okay. You know, I enjoy the the, the food. Unfortunately, that day, we did not get to enjoy the food as a- uh, it, it opened as, late. As podcasters mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, to serve to the public to say how great that was down there in Bremen, Oklahoma. By the way, Adam, has mm. the one in Bremen closed yet? <laughs> They're, they're on the clock. They're on the clock. Adam, do you? But know? at least we got to to see Gene and Paul up close, cut the ribbon on their new on their new facility. There, it was it was so exciting. Adam, what did you dream that what evening? Do you mean? I, that no, was the whole reason that's that we what, went. That, that's what I dreamed that night. <laughs> that was the whole reason we went down there. Remember, yeah. Adam? Unfortunately, what? 
Unfortunately, my uh-huh. friend, yes, that did not happen, Adam. We braved uh, sitting in a tarmac with no no shelter. We were we were burning underneath the sun. It was ninety some odd degrees, and Adam, we sat there. I had fun waiting for those guys. I don't know about you, Adam, but I can tell you that I had a great time. Yeah, as soon as back in black on you know. <laughs> Yeah, that was a good time. And ignoring that lady trying to get us off those seats. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That was, yeah. that was even better. <laughs> I said, don't move, don't move. <laughs> Adam, I have actually the tweet from Paul Stanley right here. Adam. Okay. It says, to all those in Bremen, Oklahoma, that would be you that's and us. I, that's and us. the other 30 people, maybe 25 people that were there, <laughs> to include the tribal council, Adam. Yeah. Oh, by the way, congratulations on being tribal. Thank you. Our, our pilot has told us that the heavy winds and reported wind shear make it unsafe to fly, Adam. Uh, so we can't be at today's grand opening of our Rock and Brews Casino. Mm-hmm. Apologies. We look forward to celebrating with you all during our end of the world tour. So do you think... Because they were in uh, Minneapolis, is that right? I think they were in Indianapolis is where they were at. Oh, 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 okay. But anywhere, they were somewhere in the Midwest. And do you think that they called down to get a report, said, it, are the masses of people there You're an yet? evil man. You're an evil man, are, Adam. Are the masses, have they shown up? And then when they say there's a spattering of people, there's just, we have these chairs out here for the tribals, and the tribals aren't really showing up, so we're letting the, the white devil sit in these chairs. I don't know. I saw a bunch of white devils there. <laughs> and they said, well, maybe we got a little wind shear thing we can't take off. We're not, not going to be there. As a matter of fact, I was riding with a white devil myself. <laughs> of Scottish descent. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so yeah, we had fun I, anyway. I like- what we're going to have to do is we're going to have to take another, another trip to go and enjoy the restaurant, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. It's only an hour away yeah, from where we are. It's not too bad. I, I I would tell you right now, I've been to, like I said, four or five of them, and uh, I enjoy the food from it. I would have loved to have seen yeah. you know, them say whatever they're going to say. It wouldn't have been a big deal. We would have been... They probably would have had a couple of uh, models or something come up there with them well, to hold the, yeah. the ribbon while they cut and a bunch of photo ops. There were so few people, we probably could have got a photo op. Adam, I think we got two t-shirts each. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't throwing they were handing them yeah, out yeah. <laughs> well the age of some of the people you don't want to hit them with a t-shirt like they might go over <laughs> just ass over tea kettle Adam, let me tell you this let me tell you this let me let me tell you this my friend yes it was a win-win day regardless if gene and paul were there okay we went down there yes we had fantastic parking because it was a lot of space did we did good we, you won ten dollars at the craps table. <laughs> we got my whole intent was just showing you how the game was going. We got how, how the game works. We got free soda, Adam. We did. We were front row. We almost got to walk out the front door with a soda in our hand until like almost the security we were guard almost that tackled us. That, it was still did. It still did not take. You away. can't take those sodas. <laughs> yes. It we were this. It still would have made this much difference, Adam. And I'm holding my my right. uh, my index finger and my thumb. There's no space between it. Got that it. still made a fantastic. Like you can't beat it. Yeah, we got good. T-shirts on and we got to rock and roll. You know, courtesy mm. of you know whoever the hell it was. Back uh, in black, Mel Torme. It was good stuff. <laughs> so, yeah. And I'll tell you, I showed amazing restraint because I tell you, when I put those uh, couple of twenties in that machine, uh-huh. I had more and I had more. I, I could have put. A couple hundred bucks in there, and I could have just been there the whole entire time. Uh, thank you, for, thank you for. Uh, <laughs> but that restraint, 
I mean, I'll tell you, Adam, you're not you're not as uh, much of a degenerate that I thought. Exactly, you were. <laughs> exactly. I'm trying to explain that to people. It would have been loved up close and personal, Adam. That's all Absolutely. I'm That's all I'm saying. It would have been another... In a year, we've been able to revisit it for the next history <laughs> event. <laughs> We're going to revisit it anyway, Adam. Oh, yeah. Tommy, is this Rush? Adam, it is not. It is Audio Slave, baby. Oh. Yes, Adam. That's beautiful. It's a wonderful thing. In Tulsa, Adam, in 2015, uh, Rush began their R40 Live tour, Adam, playing their newer songs first, working backwards to Working Man, Adam, the song that launched them in America. Yeah. That's what I'm talking That's a great about. one. Did you see them on that tour? I did, yes. It ended up being their last tour as Neil Drummer, uh, uh, as drummer Neil Peart, as drummer Neil Peart, Adam, developed brain cancer and died mm -hmm. in 2020, Adam. Yeah, sad stuff. And speaking of Chris Cornell, Adam. Mm -hmm. It's been seven hours and 15 He's graced us twice, Adam. Wow. Since and in a row. Are we going on a Chris Cornell run? We are, Adam, because on May 17, 2017, Adam, after performing with Soundgarden in Detroit, Adam, mm -hmm. Detroit, Michigan, Chris Cornell is found dead from an apparent suicide at age five deuce, Adam, 52. Damn. That's right. There's no way around that. We, we've mentioned this before, but out of respect for a performer that we enjoyed up front and close and personal. Yeah, some in uh, Salina. Yes. We enjoyed him up close and personal, Adam. We had a great time, and you know it was just a cappella. And uh, well, no, him and his guitar actually. That what, was it. One of my one of my saddest passings in the music yeah, realm. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's so, you know, going in that way in that fashion, it's like you're robbing. You're robbing. It's a very selfish way to go. Well, yeah, it's I, true. And I and I feel a, I feel a loss. I'll agree with that, Adam. And I'm going to tell you even more. It still has to be horrible for the family, just like we were talking about. Uh. uh mm -hmm. Taylor Hawkins. Sure. So, yeah. It's, uh, and there's a bunch of details here, Adam, that, uh, of how they found them, which I didn't know about until I started reading this. I'm not going to go into that. I'll probably share them with you after oh, no. the podcast. I just don't want to bring it down, Adam. All Adam and me want to say is rest in peace, mm -hmm. Mr. Chris Cornell. Yes. And see, rock see. and roll heaven, hopefully. And let's just roll right into this. Hey. There are song lyrics. I never brag how real I keep it, because it's the best secret. There are also lyrics that will captivate your imagination. And then there are the Tommy and Adams hard-to-name podcast lyrics that will... Blow your mind! Hmm. Adam, this week... Yeah? 
we've touched all kinds of themes and subject and stories. Touched all kinds of things. In the past. Musically, Adam. <laughs> oh, okay. I want to make that clear. Here. Got it, got it, got it. We're going to touch a little bit on belief, Adam, and religion, believe it or not. Really? Adam, because this song, Baby, was released in May of 1993, and it was the first single. Okay. Off of the album of the same name. Mm-hmm. It is Mr. Lenny Kravitz, baby, and are you going to go my way? I love it. Everybody knows this song. But does everybody know what it's about, Adam? I don't. Check it out as it starts right here. You hear that bass injection, Adam? Like this. (laughs) Wow. I don't need one of those injections. (laughs) Check it out, baby. Listen to this. All right, stop it, stop it, stop it, go silo. Stop it. Here we go. We're just gonna stop this. We're gonna we're gonna start it off right now because because I told you okay. it's a very spiritual song. Is it? Yes, okay. It is. I, I had no idea. Checked. Of course you didn't. I mean, you don't listen to lyrics like. Are you gonna so go my way? I mean, are you coming with me? Look, lady, come on with me. Are you gonna go my way? It's not about a lady. Adam. It's not about a lady. No, it's just, it oh starts off God. with I was born long ago, Adam. He was born long ago, right? Well, I mean, he's he's old. He's experienced. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, what other song do you hear that had been long ago? Long, they, long time that, ago. Uh, well, that's what I can thing, yeah. still remember. Though. But that would right. be uh, Don McLean. Sympathy for the Devil. Adam. Oh, remember that? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> I had him. I'm trying to. Okay. I'm trying to. I'm trying to connect you. Here. You're saying that sympathy for the devil was in mind when this was being created. No, Adam, or, I did or not say that. Or it's going down the same path. It's going down the same path, Adam. There all you right. go. Thank you, sir. Got it. I am the chosen. I am the one. So he was born long ago. He's Neo from the Matrix. I could be, but not. That's. Close, but no cigar, Adam. Oh. I have come to save the day, Adam. Now, check it out. Chosen. Chosen. The one. The one. to save, Adam, the day. Yeah. And I won't leave until I'm done. Okay. That's why we've got to try. You got to breathe and have some fun. Hmm. Though I'm not paid, I play this game. And I won't stop until I'm done. Okay. You with me so far? All right. All right. Play it a little bit more. All right. Let's play some more. Go see it. Play it a little bit more. Got the breathing. Had some fun, Adam. Here comes the pre-chorus, Adam, right here. What are you? It's wicked, Adam. At least the music is, Adam. Check it out. Stop it, Gosito. Check it out real quick. I'm going to give you the rundown on this if you haven't figured out song. Okay. Its song is about Jesus Christ, Adam. Jesus Christ. There's Jesus Christ. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, my God. El Señor. Yes. 
el rey de reyes Jesucristo. That's right. Who Lenny referred to as the ultimate rock star. It's about how God gives choice to man about where to turn. The opening line spells it out, baby. Kravitz thought he had come up with a cool song, but didn't expect it to become a big hit. Okay. Yeah. He told Rolling Stone in 2018, I thought the subject matter was really interesting because it's coming from the mouth of Jesus Christ. In other words, he's writing this from the perspective. This is a modern day Sermon on the Mount the, preaching. Yeah, exactly. I'm the guy. You're going to follow I'm me? Are you going to go my way, yes. people out there? Moshin? Dancing crazy? Uh, so basically, yeah. are you going to go my way, man? Meaning... My way of love. Coming from Lenny Kravitz, I could believe that. I had no idea that the song would become what it but became. But where, where do we have fun? Didn't he say that we have to have fun? That's, Did, didn't he say that somewhere? Yeah, it says it right there. Jesus had fun. When, when does the fun happen? What, what, what's the, the fun is not required, though. You're not required to have fun. Fun is not part of the equation, is it? Let's stick with Lenny. Let's not go into oh. theological well, shit right here. But it's from the mouth as you described it, of Jesus Christo. As Lenny described it. Not Tommy Martinez. Right, okay. God, please, don't listen to that. <laughs> I didn't say any of that. I don't know, check it out, though. This uh -huh. song yeah. has been covered by numerous artists before we go into the rest of that song. Really? Can you name a few? Can I name do you any? Know, do you know? Do Can you I know name any? Know? I don't even know. One was Metallica, Adam. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. When did they do that? Oh, okay. Off I, of I believe this, it. Off of this record called MTV Hits, Adam. Okay. The Jerky Boys, Adam. Robbie Williams. All right. Mel B. Adam from the Spice, Spice Girls. Spice Girls, yes. girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scary Spice. <laughs> Serbian hot rock band, Adam. Cactus Jack. What? <laughs> I'm just reading to what it says here, Adam. All theologians. All of, every one of them. Uh, I, I, honestly, this song... Uh, I didn't know it was about Jesus. That's all I knew. I didn't dabble into the lyrics so much, you know. But uh, it, it's, uh, I could see where, yeah, I was born long ago. I'm here, you know. I'm the chosen one. I'm not going to stop until I'm done. Remember, the, the uh, mission of the evangelicals is to keep on saving and converting people towards Jesus. Right. And basically, you know, that's what Billy Graham should have said. Are you going to come my way? Right. Are you with me? Hmm. So that's yeah. what that song is about. Are you coming the way of Jesus? Now, I don't analyze lyrics, as we've, we've heard, heard many, many times. So that doesn't make any sense to you, then? But I, had, I know this song very well. listened to it hundreds of times. Uh, it's, one, it's one of my favorite Lenny Kravitz songs. Mm -hmm. So I listened to it enough to think, oh, he's like... He's putting himself on the pedestal. Like, I'm Lenny Kravitz. You're going to go my way or you're going to come to me. You know, like he's he's bringing all the focus to Lenny Kravitz. Could it be because of the video? Do you remember the video of the song? Mm. I just remember like, was it the guitarist or the drummer had this huge white guy with this huge afro? Yeah. That's all I remember. Mm -hmm. I don't know. You remember uh, also, uh, what's her name? Blackman. Uh, what's uh, Fergus, forget her first name. Uh, anyway, she's uh, Santana's wife. Oh God! What's her first name? Anyway, her last name is Blackman. She's the drummer in the in the uh, mm. Lenny Kravitz band. Okay, she kicks that drum like Chris. She really does the thing. Uh -huh. But anyway, the rest of the lyric goes. I don't know why we always cry. This we must leave and get undone. In other words, stop the crying. I'm here to save you. Mm. 
we just engage and rearrange and turn this planet back to one atom. Planet back to one. Russia, stop what you're doing, goddammit. Mm. You're about to go to hell anyway. Okay. And so tell me why we got to die and kill each other one by one. Okay. We've got to hug and rub a dub. Oh. <laughs> Get a little frisky there. We've got to dance and be in love. All right. Yeah. It's very groovy, Adam. Hit, uh, go ahead, go see it. Hit it, baby. Got it? Mm. Ah, I want to hear the rubber dub. Yeah. Rubber dub. It does. He says it, man. Then here comes the bridge, and that's the end of that. And here comes the bass again, which I love. <laughs> to this part. And that's basically it, baby. Great song. Wonderful. You didn't know it was about uh, Jesus. Did I didn't you? know it was about Jesus. Yeah, there you go. I, I always learn during this segment. Adam, that's why it's lyrics, baby. That will blow your mind. Tommy and Adam's hard to name podcast lyrics that will blow your mind. <laughs> there it is. That's crazy. I, see, now I can like suggest that to my pastor and say, hey, can we get this song? <laughs> On, on a Sunday service? <laughs> Can the organ lady learn this? <laughs> I, again, I'm laughing because it's a joke. I'm not me. I just want to say that I am looking up through the... Uh, the uh, through the skylight? Yes. In I, the studio? I, 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 <laughs> Adam, rock and roll birthdays, baby. Born on this day. Who could it be here? We have a, we have a few choices. We got that guy. It's Paul Houston, Adam. Paul Houston? Is that he, Paul Houston, Adam? Houston? Bono. Adam. Bono. <laughs> Bono. <laughs> yep, that's the guy. The Irish singer songwriter Adam. Paul Houston. Bono Adam from U2. They were just in the news he, for he, like uh, singing was, in a wait, subway. Wait a hold on. <laughs> he was born May the 10th, 1960, at 62 years old. Adam. Oh, is he? They were just in him and the edge name withheld for whatever reason bono and the edge were in ukraine in like a subway station or something uh caroling the uh the people that were sheltering there in the subway or whatever that adam i'm telling you there is something about you and i adam what's up what happened that we connect somehow because this week adam i think on the 8th of this past month actually not this week. Oh, okay <laughs> yeah Bono and the Edge played Adam an acoustic set yeah. in a subway station in Kiev that has uh, been converted into a bomb shelter. Yeah, exactly. Their appearance was in support of Ukraine, which was invaded by Russia months earlier, Adam. So there you go right there. Adam, next person up is... Mr. Billy Squire, mm. born May the 12th, 1950. He's 72, Adam, and check it out. 
Yeah. <laughs> Billy Squire. Lonely as the night, Adam. Mm-hmm. Are you a big fan of Billy Squire? Oh, I like his hits, you know. What's his condition? Because I haven't heard anything from this guy for not a decade. You and I were talking about this. You and I were talking about this. Uh, when was it? Uh, coming up from Oklahoma, weren't we? Is that right? Where was Billy Squire? Maybe. Yeah. So you when, did some research. No, no. When 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 I was going through to see who had birthdays, bam, there he was. The first thing I went to see is is he alive? <laughs> <laughs> He's alive and well, Adam. Oh, okay. Well, that's, that's good. So yeah, Mr. Billy Squire. He's That's doing nice. good. Not not too involved in uh, in the main scene, but he's still no. dealing with with uh, with music. Adam also born on this day. Adam was Pete Townsend. Uh, not on this day, excuse me. Also born this week. Adam was Pete Townsend, May the eighteenth, nineteen forty five. He's seventy seven years old. Adam. Okay. Uh, Billy Joel. <laughs> Billy Joel. Adam uh, born in the Bronx, New York. A Dusty Hill. Adam oh, would have been seventy five today. Steve Lynn Morris, Adam. He was born in Saginaw, Michigan on May the 13th, 1950. He's also 72, Adam. Who's this guy? Mr. Stevie Wonder, Adam. Ah. <laughs> I need the stage names here, not their government. Adam, Stevie Wonder had headlined uh, the fourth annual Human Kindness Day, Adam, um, close to his, also to his birthday. That's what they told uh, him. This, well, <laughs> Adam, it was a festival in Washington, D.C., but uh, uh-huh. belying the name of the festival, Adam, it turned into a riot, unfortunately. Oh, what? <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. On his birthday, that's how he celebrated it, whenever that year was. Anyway, also, Mark's, Mark Motherball. <laughs> Mark, Mark Butterball. Mark Mother's Ball. Mother's Ball. <laughs> Mark's Mother's Ball. <laughs> what? Is this a name? Mark Mother's Ball. Yes, Adam. He was the singer of Devo, Adam. Whip it. Okay. Yes. He's, he's uh, celebrating a birthday, is he's, he? Yeah, he's 72 as well, Adam. Uh, give, give him a flower pot for his head. David Byrne, Adam's fellow Scott, as you... <laughs> As you, Scottish American, one of my countrymen. Yes, from the Talking Heads. Yeah, he's seventy years old, Adam. C.C. Deville, Adam, May the fourteenth. Yeah, nineteen sixty. He's sixty-two years old. If Kurt Cobain would have been alive on May the twentieth, Adam, which was yesterday, Mm. uh, he would have been fifty-five years old. Holy crap! And uh, this week, uh, Christ Novoselic, Adam, he was fifty-seven. Kurt Cobain's dead longer than he's been alive. Mm -hmm. He died at twenty-seven. Yep. A person that you enjoy music, Josh Homme, Adam. Hey, Queens of the Stone Age. 49 years old, Adam. Love that guy. Mr. Busta Bust, Adam. Busta Busta Rhymes. Rhymes. That's right. Turned 50. Turned 50 yesterday, actually. 50? Yeah, but he's a young man. What time is it right now? He's probably still hungover from his party last night. I don't know. Could be. I speculating. I think he could have been at church last night. I I think Busta Busta was. Part of the show that Dave Chappelle got tackled at. No kidding. Yeah, it was Dave and Busta's. <laughs> it was the Dave and Busta's show. <laughs> it just clicked on me, right? <laughs> I think it was. I just got it, right? I just. <laughs> Adam. Uh-huh. Christopher G. Wallace, Adam, a.k.a. Oh. The notorious B.I. Biggles, Adam. Yes. Mr. Big Papa. Jeez, everybody. AKA All these performers Biggie are born this Smalls, time of year. Adam, as well. American rapper. He would have been 50, Adam, today. Adam. So what you're saying is if you want to have a musical artist, if you want to have a child who's a musical artist, it's good that nine months from this time, right? So in like three months from now, you need to start getting busy. And then you'll have a kid during this time because it seems like all of the artists 
are born around this time there's of year. There's a lot. There's a lot. Tell you, yes, Adam. Yes, we have reached. What have we reached? One of the one of the favorite segments. Well, that will depend. What do you mean? It will depend upon how successful it will be. Oh my God. Oh, oh, let's go. I love butts. Like, here's her butt. What are you going to do? I'm so excited. You don't understand. I'm so obsessed with butts, and I want my butt to be <laughs> colossal. So, this is very exciting. has become of this what is going on <laughs> adam does the papacy have no uh, influence over this segment anymore adam that's still to be seen <laughs> the adam. vatican has no that's, say that's still that's still to be seen my friend oh man yes but before we go into this adam we yeah, have how to, deep are we uh, going be- <laughs> Before we go into this, there was no heavenly music. Now that I just caught that up, we first have to play this piece right here, Adam. Adam, I always, I always seem to surprise you. I am totally thrown for a loop here. Adam, we've had like an established segment in this point for nigh on a year and a half, probably. Oh, uh, yeah. I was trying and, to figure out. Yeah. <laughs> and now we have a different segment, a different intro, and mail attached as well. Yeah. I'm totally at a loss. Adam, so you know that all of our segments, either they evolve from something or they come from something. Or they devolve, yes. Yes, yes. And you know, we have many haters, Adam. Well, <laughs> those are called listeners. <laughs> oh, that's, that's correct, Adam. <laughs> I'm sorry to every, keep sending those emails. By the way, <laughs> oh my God! Okay, yes, yes, Adam. Well, I'm going to read a few emails here. I'm now, what gonna, I'm imagining, I'm going to actually going to read just a, a few of the subjects here, Adam, of these emails. Oh, just the subjects, okay, not yes. the content yeah, of the emails. Of the, so I'm just going to give you an idea, real quick, of what this. Uh, <laughs> this comes from females. Mail. No, no, Adam. This comes from emails. So this idea uh, was spring. We needed to do a little change, and I got it. You know, they actually gave me an idea. So okay. Okay, here's the first one. It says, you two are pigs. Wow. That's that's a little generalizing, isn't it? I don't know about that. I don't know if I agree with that comment. I love those subjects because they go straight to the... Well... To the... Uh, the emails are long form. You know, they could get a little bit more nuanced with their um, comments. Don't yeah, have to get so direct. No, this is direct, Adam. This is... They want to make their points. All right. I've been listening to this podcast to see, Adam. It says here, to see if Adam. there's any change... In any of your formats. Huh. And it seems that you two both come back 
to ridiculing Adam. Ridiculing? So ridiculing female and whoa. the female anatomy. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's, that is a mischaracterization of what goes on during the celebration of the third birthday. I don't know what they're listening to. They, I Clearly. guess, they, I would just say, Adam, they have not listened to, no. uh, what, 90-something episodes? <laughs> they need to go back. At least. But, I mean, I don't feel that we do that in, at the least. I don't think we're ridiculing anybody, Adam. No. Mm-hmm. We have some uh, critical comments about the type of photography work that's yeah. been done. Lighting. Or maybe Or maybe location. Yes, or exactly, lighting some type of uh, wardrobe adjustments that could be made, but the content of the subject, always favorable comments. I mean, I, I, Adam, I haven't seen many that I've been Adam, uh, too critical of at all. This next email that I picked out is titled, Nobody's Fool, Adam, just like the Cinderella song. <laughs> That's a Nobody co- fool. Yes, that's exactly. It says here, you two do not fool anyone. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know you were playing a game where we're trying to fool people, but okay. What are we trying to get away with? The third birthday is a disgusting, disguised, male chauvinistic portion to this podcast. As I said in the previous answer, and then it, goes it is a, some other bullshit. Here. It is a celebration. Of people who voluntarily put their photographs or reels up for public consumption. And we want to be there to encourage this behavior. Adam, and since it took me a little digging to find this one, Adam. Through the mail? Yes. Through, oh, the, through the email, Adam. Did you, did you dig through any good ones? Yeah, well, here's Was the there big, any good, good mails? Here's a good one, Adam. Okay. Okay. And the title was just totally, had nothing to do with what, what this person wrote, he says. All right. Ha ha, I get it. You two are making fun of these Instagram models. What? (laughs) (laughs) And this person thinks that they've actually solved a riddle or something. They get it. No, you don't get anything. You're full of yourself. Be real. Who really believes that these young ladies get up that early in the morning to do what they do? How many the comments are ludicrous as crazy as funny as you two. Oh, well, thank well, you. <laughs> it got a little favorable there towards the end. <laughs> Adam, that's but, what the third birthday. Look, is. Can, can these can these women not sacrifice? How many of these shots have we had in gyms where they're getting their workout on and probably early in the morning? I don't know. I think we were getting things taken care of. I think we were working towards to try to get uh, some spot as a speakers at them at the Instagram booty models uh, international convention down in Rio de Janeiro. This person has just discovered what we do. <laughs> Uh, Don't you remember we were trying to get to, yeah, we were mean, trying to get to that convention, Adam. You get there through all the positivity, and we have been nothing so, yes. if not positive about all of these people who have contributed of anyway. themselves. Free, we're not uh, a creeping uh, at a corner yes, and peeking through yes, windows yes, to try to get yes, these shots. Yes, yes. They're pu- they're putting they, them out. That's right, and all we could do, Adam, is evaluate them. That's what we were doing, Adam. And but we're whew. we're podcasters that aim to please, Adam. We yeah, did. I'm blown away by that. We're we're. <laughs> Adam, we are going to go from critiquing not only the the content and the the photography and the lights and all this other stuff. Adam, we are going to approach it scientifically from now on, Adam. Mm -hmm. But first of all, we have to still employ Adam, the lord of the G-string app. That did not go away. Yes, we do need that. And there it is right there, Adam. (laughs) 
And by the way, thank you to all our listeners. <laughs> if we write in, they can write us on the yeah. uh, Tommy and Adam Pod at Gmail. The feedback is appreciated. I, I mean, it's we're appreciated. pigs, Adam. We're pigs. We like, oh, man. I didn't know that was chauvinistic male what? pigs. That's what they call this. Wow, a little harsh. Adam, what do we have on the Lords of the G String app? Well, Adam, some, you're distracted. You're something you're, is loaded uh, here. What's going on here? Uh, I have loaded on my Lord of the G Strings app the only Sarah C. T H E O N L Y S A R A. H C. No, we, Gosito, we did not pussy out. Hmm. <laughs> no. We're not going to run away from the haters. No. Though, because right now, Adam, guess what? We still have the app. The app has the to app be employed has to, to be do its function. That's right, Adam. Okay. And this actually, this uh, only has, Adam, 28 posts. And why is that, Adam? Because scientifically, Adam, mm -hmm. we are going to do a rumpology reading, Adam. We're going to analyze. Yes, we are. And here we go right now. Oh, no, wrong one. <laughs> it's a new segment, Adam. I can't, I can't do anything with it. I didn't new... want another one to reload. We got this one right here. We're going to be known as agents T and A. Adam, as this uh, segment evolves, yes. we will go from agents TNA to doctors. <laughs> I'm Dr. A. <laughs> Do you have your stretches out, Adam? You told me to bring all of my instructional manuals yes, for the classes that we've been hanging. Yes, so me, I, I brought vo volumes one through four. Ooh, man, we, I don't think we have this much time, but Adam, we're going to go through the... For those who did not listen to the Rumpology motherfucker that we did, what, about a year ago? Yeah, probably. If that's a little bit more than a year ago, you can look it up under Which Rumpology. Which is a, legi a legitimate scientific uh, yes, study Adam, of yes. the shape and uh, figure okay. of the derriere. So, Adam, can you go ahead and read what it really is? I think that's the first paragraph. Oh, okay, there. right, right there, the, the basics. As I peruse through these pictures, Adam. Well, we have the well, we have the intense uh, manuals that come with the regular instruction. We've just kind of highlighted, you know, kind of the shorthand version of what's going on here. But the rumpology basics, rumpology or bottom reading, is a science akin to physio. Genomy? How do you say that? Physiognomy? Physiognomy, yes. Uh, performed by examining crevices, dimples, warts, moles, and folds of a person's buttocks in much the same way a chirologist would read the palm of the hand. A serologist, Adam. A serologist? Yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> That's what it says. So it is a, an actual uh, reading to understand a cer certain person's life and interaction, and you get this information by doing this uh, butt reading. Yes, Adam. I will go with, uh, first of all, mm -hmm. I don't think we could be doctors yet, Adam. That's just me. Oh, we're, we're still in the, st in the think, student I think level? we are the uh, internist, Adam. The, oh. Is that what they're called? We may have to call some uh, nurse that we know and ask. <laughs> We're, uh, uh, I don't know. We're, in, we're not an intern. We have a paid position, don't we? <laughs> I mean, it's not, it's we're it's, not doing this free of charge. It's too uh, lucrative, Adam. Yeah. According to the uh, definition that I just read, Adam, we will not be able to do a proper rumpology reading on, uh, what's her name again? Uh, uh, Sarah C. The only Sarah C. The only C. Sarah so, C. 
She's we're, a Virgo, I'll tell oh, you. Okay. And she has a Mexican flag mm. next to that name. Well, okay, we're going to hit the Lords of the G-String app again and oh. to see what we come up with, Adam. Okay. Here we go. Do you have it yet? Because I think Agent X3 also loaded these atoms. So yeah, we do have a second one that okay, loaded up yes. here, and this is uh, Miss Sarah Retali. Another Sarah. Yeah, M I S S period S A R A R E T A L I. Hopefully, our listeners, Adam, have paused it, and they're at where they need to be at. Sarah, uh, Miss Sarah, uh, whatever it was. Yes, well, we're mm -hmm. good. So we're, again, we're going to briefly touch on the rules of rumpology. And again, if you want to listen a little bit more in detail about it, you can go to our episode. I think, was it in a motherfucking year that we did the rumpology? I can't remember. Anyway. It probably was. So I it says it different shapes, Adam, of the buttocks to which rumpology can attribute different properties mm -hmm. from left to right, top to bottom, Adam. Okay. We have... The square shaped atom. Sure. We have the V shaped atom. Sure. We have <laughs> Adam, we have the heart shaped, and we have Adam, the round. The round. Yes. yes. So if you notice, Adam, in the and the second sheet, Adam, there's there's the graph. There's where the where you graph, have the comparisons, yes. the pair comparison models. I will try to upload this graph onto uh dot to co-op promotions. Uh, Instagram page, Adam. So okay, so here That'd we go. That'd be a useful tool. Let's find one, Adam, because we, since again, we've been considered uh, by some ignorant uh, listeners. Know about that? That don't know anything about yeah. what this podcast is about because they don't listen to the last. <laughs> they, they don't listen to the last <laughs> statement. Adam, we're just gonna pull up one right now. Okay. And I want to go to one, Adam, where she is actually in the position to have uh, her rumpology reading. Uh, Oh, this is performed. This is, this is not going to be a reel. This is going to be the still no, photo. That's it. You got it right there. Okay. That's it right there. She is in actually in uh, one of our favorite positions, Adam. These things are coming together, and we've always discussed about looking, uh, looking behind the left shoulder, Adam. That's right. That's right. And I believe you've been very good at explaining that that <laughs> she may be in right now. Yes. I mean, it seems like this is a very functional position because she wants to get a good examining photo of that backside and she wants to make sure that the camera is in the proper position she wants to make sure that the that the shading is proper that, that and the, the lighting sun, is the, good enough the sun is hitting it right it, now exactly it's hitting like it's one of those uh crescent moons is happening right now oh, as the sun wow. is hitting it on that side that's good and, and you've got that uh little bit of shadow that happens as it kind of comes over yes. the top of that cheek yes. right there as a full moon atom almost <laughs> well, <laughs> you can see yes there's enough illumination where you can see the full moon yes, yes. this segment will hopefully evolve mm, yes. and these people who are critical of us adam yes will come to realize that you and i are professionals yes especially rumpologist professionals and we've put in a lot of time and a lot of labor yes. in, into this type of practice. Now, look at this photograph that we were discussing. Yes. Right? Yes. That photograph says, read my rump. <laughs> and it also, does it, and it, does also, it not? <laughs> and it also says, in the text below the photo okay. from Miss Sarah Ritelli herself. Oh, are we reading text, Adam? <laughs> I want to dye my hair blue again. What do you think? <laughs> so, so the photograph is showing... 
How much of her hair, actually? Hair, you say? What kind of hair? <laughs> she's uh, she's showing a lot of a certain part of her body, but not so much of the hair that she's trying to advertise. Adam. Uh, yeah. Uh, I say Godzilla. Uh, Godzilla, we know that. Okay. Okay. I, All yeah. right. Just relax. I'm going to tell him right now. Gosilo is a bikini wax expert, Adam. Oh, okay. He says... That's no hair. He says no hair. There's no hair, right? I got it. Says, that's not the hair, Adam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so let's go and do this reading, Adam. First of all, I believe we must identify, Adam, according to the four... I mean... Four, I would say, Adam... Do you need the tool? I do. I do. need the tool, Adam, because this is a professional reading. I have to... Remember, just in case the HMO calls us and... How did we get to this conclusion? Okay. Adam, what would you say this? I think it's clear. I think it's clear. I think it's round. Uh, me too, Adam. That would, now, be, that would be number four, numero now, quattro. Now, why do you think so? Because look, you can see how the the fullness of the cheeks. Yes. And you see how at the top of the, of the yes. sample model, it shows like a bit of a split because of the volume in the cheek area. There's a little bit of a gap at the top. Do you know what that represents, Adam? Yes. The hemisphere between the right and the left brain, Adam. That, That's that what that does? Crack, yes. That'll come back a little bit later. That's but, very distinguished but yes, yes, on her. Yes. Her hemispheres are separated okay. almost symmetrically equally. If you separate one hemisphere from the other, Adam, yeah. they're almost just as round. I, yes. <laughs> They are. Let's go down to... Is there a photo where they're yeah. separated? <laughs> Adam, if we go, I think number five on our list is called the round bottom, Adam. And yes, so that's right. So it says, okay, I like this reading already, Adam. Mm -hmm. It okay. says, it indicates that a person is open. Okay. Okay, yeah. Happy. She, she seems open. And optimistic in life, Adam. Yes. I would have no way to doubt that. Uh, she looks very, uh, all of those things. Dr. Adam, can you dispute that diagnosis? No, no. no it, it seems spot it's on. It's, it's right on the and money. We, and we got that from a simple rumpology yes, reading. Yes, yes. And without having, and by the way, Adam, going back to this paper here, it says that rumpology readings can be, Adam, performed on photographs. They don't have to be hands-on. But FYI, it yes, it said that in the uh, oh. my other research material, Adam. But if you want... But a, is right, Adam. But, <laughs> but, yes. if, but if you want uh, the more focused and detailed rumpology reading, mm -hmm. of course, like hands-on would be the preferred the, method. Yes, yes, Adam. Yes, absolutely. Like if you, you, you can do self-chiropractic, yes. you know? You can, you can kind of crack your own. But if you go to an actual chiropractor... It's much more efficient, much yes, more detailed. Yes, absolutely. Detail. So it says here, number one, Adam says, left and right sides of a person's rumps say things or reveal things about their past on the left side, oh, Adam. specifically the left yes, is the past. Yes, and their right, Adam, is uh, the future. The future. So let me see. So being a person with a very symmetrical. I will, Adam, I will have to blow this picture up to, to mm, be able right. to. Uh, no, nothing wrong with that. So let me take it. Let me blow it up, Adam. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> Cosito said he is holding her future in his hands. <laughs> Stop it, Cosito. <laughs> that's enough of that. We're being serious here for that's, a minute. That's, that's Cosito. It's not a... So what, what you're looking for are distinguishing marks. Yes, something says, it something says, that's happened through yes. the history on that past side it or something says, that is going to somehow happen in the future. 
So it says the, it's the crevices, Adam, dimples, warts, and moles, Adam, mm-hmm. and the folds of the person, but the folds, Adam. I believe for the folds, Adam, we're going to have to probably go to a reels because we can oh, never get away okay. from that. So let's go we up. We passed a find, reel a little bit oh, while Let's find while that back. reel. Okay. Yes. It says here, it says, Song Bong Bong. Adam, I believe she's also enhancing her rumpology reading with some breasticles uh, bouncing action. Oh. I'm not sure. Find that video. Oh, is it's it, a is it this one? Yes, it is. That's okay, exactly the one. Okay, she's on the beach. Same location. She's on the beach. Her hair is, oh no, maybe her hair is the same, but it's very long. Yeah, it's, is it the same? No, not, it's a different Yeah, she's, she's uh, dancing to some music. Um, can we pause that as an point? I think so. We could pause it. Let me see. Um, oh, there it is. Let's pause it right now. I just no, paused She it. keeps going. She keeps going. Adam, so yes, if I see this video correctly, yes, yes round would be the, uh, exactly. And on her past, Adam, on her left side there, mm-hmm. says uh, her past, her not so distant past, she had left side. some yeah. difficulty, Adam, picking which bikini she was going to wear. To commemorate Adam, the uh, hydrogen bomb uh, test of the Bikini <laughs> Island. Oh, yeah, yeah. At Bikini O'Toole, Adam, yeah. or O'Toole, Adam. Atoll, so that yes. was in the past. So if we look at the future, Adam, look at the future. That sun, Adam, is hitting that Botox. Mm-hmm. Now the the sun is striking the left side yes, more. Adam, yes. So her her future is more in the shadow. Uh huh. So that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Do tell. Do, do tell, Dr. Adam. But I do notice that the volume of both sides, it's at a teetering point. It's at a tipping point. Okay. It's where a few extra meals or a few extra days off from the gym, and we could teeter over to where there's actually a bit of dimpling or folding. So that would uh, suggest perhaps some uh, future health issues. Or some uh, future, maybe some uh, family stress that has kind of derailed her in her life goals. Adam, Mm -hmm. that future, it doesn't look that bleak, Adam. With my medical training, uh, I could probably fix that with an injection, Adam. (laughs) 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 Oh, yeah. Wow. It's difficult being more mature than your father. That was our first first official Adam, Dr. Adam. Uh, Dr. Tommy. Well spotted spotted with (laughs) necessary medication. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, stop it. We got to stop this fucking podcast. There to uh, <laughs> hashtag what the frijoles. Uh, wow, Tommy, uh, I don't know how to follow that up. <laughs> let's close it. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's do it with a quick story. All I right, guess. as long as you don't have a five segments uh, sound of the week. <laughs> 
We should be all right. Well, we got some stuff. Close this out. I got to close the Lords of the G-String out. Yeah, yeah, please. It's completely, please do. I'm completely distracted. It's totally distracting. Uh, this is the story of Malcolm McDonald. Tommy? Did, did you notice she has no sandals on either? No. <laughs> of course not. No, I didn't notice that at all. <laughs> Malcolm McDonald, Tommy, 47. Is that a cousin of from, Ronald McDonald? From Thetford in Norfolk. Wow. In the uh, UK there. Okay. Had a run of bad luck that resulted in a medical emergency. That's bad. He says, 12 years ago, I had a job and a nice partner. My baby comes along. Relationship ain't too good. We end up splitting up. A friend of mine had a garage and set me up with a sofa and a TV. After being made homeless, Malcolm developed a long-term perineum infection wow. between the scrotum and the anus. Wow. <laughs> Adam, you're going to do it again. You're going to ruin it. He said he had abscesses, which swelled up to the size of a tennis ball and oh popped. Oh, God. And the infection escalated into sepsis, turning his fingers, toes, and penis black. Oh, my God. He says one day he went to the toilet and it fell off. <laughs> In 2015, a year later, doctors advised oh. him he could have a new penis grafted from the skin on his arm. It's a $50,000 procedure only. Oh, wow. Medics took skin and muscle from the left arm and a vein from the right leg. The skin was wrapped around the vein and molded into the shape of a penis. He even got to choose the size. Malcolm went with a six-incher, adding two inches to his predecessor. However, during an operation... He went large. <laughs> he did. Supersize that mug. However, during an operation to attach it between his legs, it had to be stuck to, onto his arm due to lack of oxygen in his blood, known as hypoxemia. Uh, it had to be temporarily connected to the blood vessels in his arm to keep the penis tissue healthy. When we signed on to be doctors, I don't think we'd signed on to be these kind of doctors. <laughs> Not this one. That temporary location seemed to become a permanent one following hospital delays and the COVID pandemic that saw to the fact that six years later, the penis was still on his forearm. I fucking slapped myself in the eye with it. It's, it's dead weight. When you cuddle your nan at Christmas, you hit her in the eye. It was, he was unable to wear short sleeve tops oh, in public, shit. couldn't go swimming with his children. A flopping penis made it difficult for this chosen pastime of pub darts. Finally, <laughs> Those darts you were talking about last week. Finally, a nine-hour operation moved the penis to its intended resting place complete with a penile implant and a saline reservoir oh to provide a simulated erection adequate enough to participate in sexual intercourse. Oh Tommy, another medical miracle is our What the Frijoles for this week. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> he got a six-incher, Tom. Oh, wow. He should have went larger. Yeah, that's fun stuff. <laughs> it's the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Sound of the Week. Adam, that one wasn't sped up, by the way, Adam. It wasn't? No. <laughs> no, it wasn't. That was a standard sound of the week intro. And Tommy, we have uh, some new music. We've been gone a little bit, so there's a couple of new things out there for us. Tell me how do I reach you when all I see is a stare? How do you look for the sun? I'm not even going to try. Wait for the second verse. You might be able to pick it up from the right. vocal styling of the second verse. Mm -hmm. 
drives you insane Tell me how does it look from behind your walls of pain Tell me how do I reach you when all I see is a stare Can't make it up. All right. Well, I'll tell you, it's The Offspring. Oh, wow. Behind Your Walls, a new single that has dropped from them. I'm not a big Offspring not a fan. I like a few Offspring songs. I like the hits. Of course. Who doesn't like the hits? We also have one other new music offering. We'll play that right here. Come and take it. Any idea on that one? What artist would uh, ask you to come and take it? I don't know. I don't I'm just thinking about Miss Sarah for some <laughs> It might be Sweaty Teddy, the Motor City Madman, oh, wow. Ted Nugent, asking you to come and take it. Is he saying it to Joan Jett? By new, <laughs> new album, Detroit Muscle. Wow. And he's... Uh, Daring you to come and take his firearms from oh, him? Yeah, how dare him? Don't don't take his freedom. If, you, if I would have figured out it was uh, firearms, yes, I would have told you it was sweaty Teddy, <laughs> without a doubt, Adam. Yeah, he's been having a little bit of a back and go with uh, Joan Jett, hasn't he? That's pretty funny. Yes, she questioned his manhood and, and uh, his manliness. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's not going to take that line down, is he? No. Uh, well, also uh, scientists, Tommy, have um, excellent. <laughs> They have been able to replicate the sound of a black hole. Okay. Um, like black hole sun? Won't you they come? have been able to take pressure waves that they can perceive through telescopic lenses, the pressure waves emitted by the black holes that cause ripples. And they translated those ripples into audible tones. And there's the scientists in uh, Washington State... And they actually did this work, and we have a recording of what they developed as the sound of a black hole. Like in space. In space. That's what they came up with. They were from Washington State. <laughs> that's what they had. Uh, we also have uh, Tommy the Met Gala. I thought they were going to fight for a minute. <laughs> well, no. no that was just the sound thank of a black you, hole. Thank you, Adam. <laughs> that was just the sound of a black hole. You surprised me. <laughs> thank you. Tommy the Met Gala happened. It was probably a couple weeks ago now. Yeah, that was where they were. That's where they, they, like dan- the, yeah. they, they dress up really fancy. And really crazy outfits yes. and stuff. But there was one special uh, person there, Kim Kardashian. Oh, yeah. She went and she got to dress in Marilyn Monroe's dress that she wore when she sang Happy Birthday, Mr. President to JFK. No kidding. The very dress. Now, that dress okay. was sold at auction for $5 million. And it's... It is uh, owned, I guess, by Ripley's Believe It or Not, the uh, you know, 
the, the place where all the crazy stuff yeah, is. Yeah, where the all the incredible they uh, they have they purchased that at auction. So it's their property. But she had to come in and she had to get a fitting. What's it, what's it worth? Five million? Five million dollars. Wow, that's crazy. Uh, it's a piece of history, you know. She had to come in and get an initial fitting. She went in like a, a week early and she was all just too heavy. She was she had to lose like six no, yeah, she had, I gotta believe you. She had to lose about, I think it was 16 pounds oh. or so to get into the dress. But she had her initial fitting, and this was the, they were recording it when they, she had the initial fitting. So this was the back, in the back room at the Ripley's, okay. believe it or not, with we're Kim trying K. trying it on now. <laughs> There's more to it there. So anyway, she had difficulty getting it on. <laughs> she had to lose the weight to actually get it to fit a little bit better. But Didn't that release help, Adam. Yeah, well, you know, any any extra space would help. <laughs> That's our sound of the week. Oh man, it's the Tommy and Adam hard to name podcast sound of the week. Oh. Kim Kardashian. I didn't, I didn't see that. I saw the ridiculous outfits, but I didn't see uh, anything with cream. I didn't have to well, go and check that out. Well, apparently, she was only approved to wear it on the red carpet. So she walked the red carpet with it, and then she immediately changed <clears throat> into a replica of it. Oh, okay. So she only got to wear the actual Mar Marilyn Monroe dress just on the red carpet. Well, that's pretty cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. Cool stuff. It's the Tommy Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Motherfucker of the week. <laughs> Speaking of motherfucker, we that I don't follow that kind of bullshit. So yeah. So Adam, uh, you have the motherfucker, don't you? Did you send me? Did you send me what you need to send me? Yeah. Did I send you that hot dog stuff? Hot dog. <laughs> that's the motherfucker. I thought that's, yeah, that's what I had sent you. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah, the general sent us that hot dog deal. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> do I have that? Oh, I would hope so. I, I just mean, played the for the fuckeria. Yeah, okay. Uh, Come on now. Hold on. Let me go back into my timeline here. That was sent a, a minute the, ago. It, it says, Heinz has a question, I think, is what it said. Mm, yeah, okay. What's it say? What's it say? Oh, I hit the link. Oh, I got to turn that off. Okay. Okay, hold on. Are we there? Hold on. There. You're off of that. Got it. Okay. Reload. Good. Heinz. Heinz has a question. That's what it says. Uh, exactly. Thank you. I, oh, okay. I, I know you had it. Yeah. Damn you, it. You want me to read the text here? Yeah. Ten wieners, ten buns. It's time. <laughs> Hot dog wieners come in packs of ten. Okay. Hot dog buns come in packs of eight. Why? As the condiment has been... <laughs> why, is, can, why is capitalized, Adam? As if yeah, why? This is insane. As the condiment... That has been bringing foods together for over 150 years. We've decided enough is enough. That's why we started the Heinz Hot Dog Pact. We're calling on big bun and big wiener companies to find the answer to this hot dog packaging mismatch once and for all. We need your signatures more than ever. Let's change hot dog history 
together. Adam, I said Big Bun. Do you want me to play uh, the uh, big, the Spinal Chap song again? <laughs> big yeah, the Bottoms. Big, big yeah, Bottoms. Yeah, yeah play yeah. that. And I'll read about the guy with the six inch on his arm. <laughs> <laughs> See how it all comes together, Adam. <laughs> Boy, so what okay, are we so, asking for here? Sign the petition. So I guess we. Wow. Either, so they're going for the ten and ten option because I guess the meat comes in a, in a ten pack, <laughs> but the buns come in a eight pack. Have you found that to be the case? Ah, uh, yes, I think so. Yeah. You do? You know, what is your they, what is your dog of choice? There was some research that they were looking as to the why. Is that correct? I could tell you right now, but what did, what, oh, okay. what did you why. ask me? What did you ask? Uh, if I what's my wiener? Well, yeah, of what's choice? your what's your what's your dog of choice? Oh, okay, my uh, hot dog of choice, Adam, would be the Oscar Mayer Wiener. I think that's a low level dog. I don't know. I, I like it. What yeah. about Nathan's Famous? I've had him. It's like, kosher. Yeah, I've had him in you know like the airports and wherever Nathan's Famous is at. Yeah. If I drive by one or I'm hungry or and I see it, usually East Coast though. A ballpark friend don't yes. do it for you. Uh, that too. Uh, we went. Uh, what was it? A couple of weeks ago, we were down in Dallas at the New Texas Rangers Park. We were where we had tickets. It was kind of like a all you could eat buffet was all included in the ticket. And man, there was hot dogs galore left and right and hamburgers and all. Obviously, I went for the dogs, you know. Now, my problem with this whole thing is that it's fine to have this policy or this this uh, thing that we need to sign, this petition go around. Right. But it's it's started by Heinz. And Heinz <laughs> is a ketchup company, okay, right? Yeah. Isn't that a ketchup company? I don't think I've ever eaten any hot dog uh, brand Heinz nor any bread. Well, they or make buns. They Adam, make ketchup. They here, yeah. And as a rule... Ketchup does not go on a hot dog. That is a rule. That's your rule. That is a, that is a, a, that is an absolute rule. That is, explain if you're, that to me. If you're over, how is that so? I mean, if where you're you over, come you have told me that before. You have not told me where that originates from. I if, have never heard. If that you're ever. over eight years Other old, by you. If you're over eight years old, over over eight. It is only okay. mustard and relish. Now you know you do know we are now scientists, so you need to yes, scientifically I, I, explain this to me. This this has been done. Okay. Okay. The the ketchup. Is there for its uh, sweetness? Okay, right? yeah. The dog doesn't require that. It needs the tartness of the mustard, mm-hmm. and then whatever of the Chicago dog uh, toppings you want to put on there. You want to put on some onions. You want to put on some relish. All of these delicious things is fine. The ketchup counteracts all of that flavor. No way. This is for a child who who can't handle the good flavorful stuff that you would normally put on a dog. You put a, you put a Chicago dog on a kid's plate, they're going to turn their nose up at it. Oh, I can't have all this. But that's the delicious stuff. That's what a refined palate gets to. The ketchup is for a child. Adam, I did not know that you, you grasp so well. <laughs> the, con- the dog consumption? The wiener. The wiener. <laughs> the wiener theory. <laughs> <laughs> Rompalers and wiener theorists. <laughs> it's all it's all in this region about three feet off the ground. <laughs> That's a short wiener, Adam. <laughs> so yes, I would more follow one from the Oscar Mayer company than the Heinz company. Oh, okay, but the Heinz is trying to get their ketchup where it don't belong. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Yeah. 
Oh, well, I did not know that. That's a thank you. That's a you educated me today. I educated you about not going uh, Lenny Kravitz. Today. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, a, you, it's, a I church, it's a church. It'll be in my hymnal so, next week. <laughs> the church lady. <laughs> Check it out. Uh, I will continue to put ketchup on hot dogs. What? Yes. You do that? Yes. Even though I do put more mustard than I do ketchup. What, is the, what I, is the attraction to the ketchup? What do you? Why do you want the ketchup? It's just, I guess, a lot of it has to do with tradition. The Does way anything been, else go on there? Is it, the is it just mustard and ketchup, or do you put any other topping? Now on that there? I remember this, I think we did a podcast while our executive producer used to be here before we kicked them out. Uh, Big Bubba, Big Bubba J Martinez. I mm-hmm. think we discussed this one time. I have on my hot dog all the deliciousness that you talked about, okay. but I keep mine pretty, not as simple, but you're know, still not as jam-packed. So I will put some tomato slices on there, you know, kind oh, of Chicago style, okay, yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. Chicago style, not, but I don't use no pepper. That's plenty or, of tomato. Or banana. The tomato slices is plenty of tomato. pepper, stuff like that. So I'll do the slide. I'll open the bun at them. Right. I'll put the wiener inside, inside the bun. <laughs> what segment is this? Okay. <laughs> Two slices of uh, tomato. And then I'll put uh, some relish. So, so once you open the bun. Sauerkraut, yes. Sauerkraut. Go ahead. The tomato goes in there. Yes, on the and side. That's, that's the bed for on, the dog. Yes, on the side, yes. Well, I, or it could be on the side as well. Right. So, because uh, sometimes I'll just take one slice of tomato and slice it in half. And then I'll kind sure, of sure. Like the flat end is going to go on the back. So got it. it'll look like two arches, if you know. Yeah, that. yeah. Anyway, but then I'll put some, uh, it's like I said, re- relish on there. Mm-hmm. I'll have uh, some uh, sauerkraut over it. It would already have probably a line of mustard on the dog itself before I slather it with the sauerkraut. Then on top of the sauerkraut, I will put the ketchup and the... Uh, Wow. The uh, yeah, it's a power dog. That's yeah, that's almost criminal. It's when you put delicious. that on the yes. sauerkraut, yes. mm-hmm. that seems like it would totally counteract the flavor of the sauerkraut. It just mixes it all up to a bunch of deliciousness. Wow, wow, yeah, yeah. I'm staggered yes. by that. Still haven't resolved the conundrum, Adam. Of the is that mm-hmm. a, is that I say the, that properly? Conundrum, conundrum, Adam. Yes. Of uh, why there's less hot dogs than buns. And I have the answer to that. You have the answer? Absolutely. You did the research on this? Well, you know, I didn't. I don't have to do the research. I already know by tradition, Adam. Mm. And by genetics and evolution, Adam. Uh, Darwin theory, the whole deal. Do you have one of those grills that have the wide grates too, where the dog will go in between and just fall into the coals? <laughs> check, check it out, Adam. Oh, okay. The reason why mm. there's more buns than wieners mm. is because on planet Earth, there's more women than there are men. <laughs> I was going to say, that's the way I like my parties too. More buns than wieners. <laughs> it's resolved. Yeah. <laughs> With the help of General Sammy Rodriguez. Wow. What can I tell you? Check it out. You can go on to this Heinz website and sign this position if you really want to know. But I've, you know, I've already ruined it for you. You already know. Yeah, it's done. Done deal. <laughs> You didn't see that one coming, did you? No, I did not. <laughs> it's the Tommy Adam Hardening Podcast. And there you have it, Adam. Wieners versus buns. Wow. Adam. I didn't know it was a straight representation. Oh, man, I tell you, now I'm thinking about that buns we saw a little while ago yeah. on the Read My Rump. <laughs> did she receive a follow? I think she did. <laughs> Adam, I think it's about time for us to start closing this sucker out, baby. Good times, bad times. 
on the Tommy and Adam Martin Podcast. And you know it, baby. Watch this. <laughs> You're ready for the stage, oh, Tommy. Oh, man, I've been ready. So those guys played last week. Oh, it was so fantastic. Got your dander up, yes, didn't it? Yes, I did, yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. That is hype. Oh, man, I'm getting hot again, Adam. So, yes, Adam, bad times. Right. I have the bad times. What do we got? It says uh, Johnny Cash, Adam. Springs a leak after Arkansas water tower is vandalized, <laughs> Adam. Why let, me send you, let me send some pictures, Adam, so okay. you can check it out. Let me see. I'll send you these right now. Oh, there you go. There you, they should be in your inbox okay. there, buddy. All right, let me click on Why are you looking at these? Wow, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hold on, let me read this first so that you go can describe ahead. it. Go ahead. Each town, Adam, has one thing they're known for. Mm-hmm. And Kingsland, Arkansas, Adam. It's Johnny Cash. <laughs> the music legend was born in the southern Arkansas town of 500 in 1932. But recently, Adam, mm-hmm. Johnny's been acting up. <laughs> Thanks to a perfectly placed bullet hole in the town's water tower. Go ahead, Adam. Describe that All water right, tower. Yes. Yes, like every town has the water tower. You'll you'll see that all it's over the a, place. It's a thirty thousand gallon uh, water tower, by the way. And emblazoned on the side of this water tower is a silhouette image of Johnny Cash, of oh, the Man in Black, Adam, and he's holding a, a guitar, mm-hmm. uh, and in one of his hands, on this silhouette, <laughs> about. <laughs> At about uh, waist level, <laughs> there's a, a leak that has sprung, and he is shooting water uh, right out of his uh, nether regions on the citizens out of, of this town. Adam, out of his Oscar Mayer area. <laughs> My God. That's a good shot. I mean, it's way up there. <laughs> I'll tell you. He's got a lot of... Uh, they had to He's got no climb. flow problems, I'll tell you that. They climbed that tower to get it right Oh, there. did and they? They had to have. I'll see what it says here. Uh... <laughs> While uh, this situation may walk the line of humor. Mm. <laughs> oh, they're so creative. Mm-hmm. The damage to the tank is serious, Adam. And the water flowing into the dirt every day that Johnny leaks into Man. is becoming unbearable, Adam. People <laughs> can look for their water to be discolored. <laughs> but not in this fashion, as the town will have to switch to a water line as the tank is repaired. That's mm. uh, that's yeah. He has no need for Flowmax. He's got <laughs> no, a steady flow. He's going as out, thirty thousand gallons you streaming. Know, it, it's as fucked up and as 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 vandalism is. That's pretty funny. The pictures are awesome. Check it out. Yeah, that's good stuff. It's on. Let me see where this story come from. At oh, this came from actually from KSN. It was probably oh, it was a local channel. Yeah, well, yeah, and the uh, the station that actually. Had the story was KLRT out of Kingsland, Arkansas, mm. or Arkansas, depending on whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on wherever the hell you're from, Adam. Wow. Adam, take it good with times. Some, uh, some okay. good times, baby. Well, let's go to a news report out of New York. There's an incredible case in the highest K in the highest court, sorry, in New York. A case in which an animal rights organization has filed legal documents asking the judges to give an elephant at the Bronx Zoo the same rights as a person to sue over illegal confinement in order to gain freedom. (laughs) 
The elephant is happy. Is Pete involved in this? Get who done. was captured in Asia back in the 70s when she mm-hmm. was one year old. Wow. A group called the Non-Human Rights Project has filed a writ of habeas corpus, a legal move to get the animal out of confinement, claiming happy has effectively been imprisoned by the zoo in a one-acre facility. The group wants Happy removed from the facility and taken to a more spacious sanctuary. The NRP claims Happy should be treated as a person in the legal system, arguing the animal is cognitively complex and autonomous, worthy of protection afforded humans. The organization claims Happy is the first elephant to pass a self-awareness test. She consistently touched a white X on her forehead as she looked in the mirror. That is her cognitive test. At least one of the judges was skeptical, asking... She's smarter than a monkey, Adam. Asking the lawyer for NRG. So does that mean I couldn't keep a dog? I mean, dogs can memorize words, and the NRG lawyer shot back. Elephants are way more cognitive complex than pooches. So anyway, we're trying to get human rights for this elephant. That is our good times for this week. Wow, Adam. You know what? (laughs) If there were only fonts... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that would make me a lot more happier, but that's pretty cool. You know, good times for the elephant, good times for the people exactly. that came up with this bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Give them something to do it anyway. Makes, it makes me happy, Adam. I'm oh, sure. And on that note, Adam, I think it is time to end this masterpiece of a podcast. Adam, what say? Let's you, go. What say you, my friend? Play that thing. As always, Adam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we want to thank. The mighty Godzilla. Couldn't do it without you, Godzilla. It looks like he has a date tonight, too. (laughs) Watching today with this morning, I don't even know. Adam, it's been a great podcast. As always, we ended on a good note. And that's the way I like ending it, my friend. Absolutely. How about you go ahead and do your thing right now and take us home. Take us, Adam, to the undying lands past Middle Earth. Oh, wow. All that way? Sail us away, That's Adam. a long time. That's Sail a long us. ways away. Sail us to the undying lands. Let's go. But as always, we want to thank our legion of listeners, our fans, whoever else subjects themselves to this podcast. We really appreciate it. Keep in mind, life is not that serious, <laughs> nor is anything we said on this podcast. Again, search the keywords... The Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Remember to listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcast App, RSS Podcast, Castbox, Himalaya, Owl Trail, Play a Pod, and everywhere else. This podcast is on demand. Pod addict. And streaming. Activate the notification icon to be notified when we are online and tell a friend or an enemy. I'm Adam Tate. And I am Tommy Martinez. Today is May 21, 2022. And you were listening to the Tommy and Adam Hard to name podcast. Remember to always play it often, play it loud, but play it. Yeah. The Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast is produced by Dadakoa Promotions. Yeah. Which are the cancers? Dadakoa Promotions.